0: This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything that you want, toll-free. 855-453 is the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website. Head over to freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features waiting for you on the site. You can actually control the content of the site. All you have to do is go there and then submit uh, submit show prep, as we call it, to the page. You can uh, do that from any link on the internet. Maybe it's a YouTube video. Maybe it's some sort of... uh, uh, it maybe it is not just a YouTube video, but it, perhaps a news article or a blog post. Uh, for instance, it's all there. Uh, you can just put the URL in, and then other people, once it's in the system, will be able to vote on whether they like it or dislike it. And the most liked will make it to the front page and the top of the site, so more people can see it. So again, head over to freetalklive.com. Get interactive there with you in the studio tonight. It is Ian here and Bradley and Mark. All right, folks. Uh, so we can talk to you about whatever's on your mind here this evening. Brad, you just opened something up right before the show started. I don't know if you've had a chance to pull it up yet because you kind of sprang it on me. I, I've i been busy doing audio uh, things all day today. Uh, hopefully our streams sound better than they ever have right now. I, th- I think they do. Installed some fancy new software to uh, to make that happen. But uh, apparently, uh, you, you, you finished having your little geek gasm on air now. Yes, <laughs> I have. Uh, we're jumping into the news, which is that apparently the NDAA is back in effect. There was uh, there was a court ruling recently overturning the uh, certain provisions of it. You just told me that it's been reversed already.
1: Yeah, um, once again, the United States military can come to your house and put a black bag over your head and take you to a naval brig or a military brig somewhere without any access to the courts. Uh, thanks to the Second Federal Circuit Court of Appeals. Um, this article I have here, it's uh, its kind of a little bit hard to read. Um, it's more of like a blog, but just the, uh, the very beginning, I think, is on point. And it reads, The fight over the 2012 National Defense Authorization Act, NDAA, might be a long one. In response to U.S. District Judge Catherine Forrest's permanent block on the NDAA Section 1021B2, which potentially allows for indefinite detention... That was the part that I really didn't like, B2. (laughs) ...which potentially allows for indefinite detainment of American citizens, the Obama administration hastily appealed to the Second Circuit Court. Now, as of late last night, Judge Raymond Loeher has temporarily stayed Forrest's ruling until it is overturned or not, depending on the ruling of the three-judge panel. So in theory, but let's hope not in practice, indefinite detainment is back on. Oh so, boy! So, so what this means is this: uh, this one judge in the Southern District of New York issued an injunction.
0: Right, we reported on
1: that. Right, and she said you can't do this; it violates the Constitution.
2: Right. You would think that you would get a, some kind of Supreme Court ruling on a provision of uh, you know of law that allows one to disappear American citizens without a trial. You know, in a country where habeas corpus has been the the rule, well, it hasn't law. made it to
0: the Supreme Court yet, right? That's
2: right. you would think you would get that before you would be able to legally oh i
0: see yeah it doesn't work that way well the big problem is the best system in the world though mark
2: yeah the big problem is that doesn't mean just you know the best cancer in the world is still cancer and you know this could this system could be a lot better resting on it's the best system in the world is a you know a real crappy
1: excuse well the the problem is is that the president refuses to uh acknowledge whether or not Anyone has been indefinitely detained anywhere in the world. So and, we don't know. And that includes that includes someone in San Diego who he might say, oh, this person's a quote-unquote belligerent with ties to Al-Qaeda. And the people who brought this lawsuit to block this law were actually journalists who frequently meet with people that the federal government designates as terrorists. So they brought the suit on, under the guise of, look, this is going to infringe on my freedom of speech, freedom of the press, um, You know there is a story to be told by the people who um, disagree with the American government. Who disagree with the American government and in people who take up arms against the American government, Um, they have you know the reasons why they do that should be reported to the American people. But when the government can basically intimidate journalists which they appear to be able to do again um, oh, they've been doing it they, a yeah, for they're a pretty long good time
2: the united states is like
1: 40 something on press freedom
0: in the world yeah, so like the 48. freest
2: country in the world
0: i think 47
2: is you know, like behind ecuador and uh, bolivia and yeah. uh, you know all kinds of places that you would have never guessed to be more free than the united states
1: well i think we're the 18th most economically free or
2: that's a new uh, it it ranges between like 8th and 18th depending
0: on whose chart you uh, Actually, I checked recently, Mark, you, you had said something to me last night about a brand new study about yep. economic freedom, and you had it. I don't know if you want to pull that up, because it. yep. it's certainly relevant at this time, but uh, you said it was 18 on this new study, That's right. and I'd never heard of this new study before, because I'd only heard of the Free the World Foundation, one, and the Heritage Foundation. These are two separate organizations who, every year, they assess the economic freedom uh, index, uh, to their opinion, of uh, you know whatever all the different countries are. And the last time I checked, which was just the other day, it was 10th and 10th. So both of the other two were ranking the US at number ten. So barely cracking the top ten.
2: Mm. Well It's like a hit song that's seen its better days, yeah. you know.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> the the whole NDAA thing I've Except it's stuck playing. I've been very upset about it for for quite a while and this this isn't a political issue. You know, if if you're not a libertarian, if you're a, uh, if you're a conservative or a liberal or whatever. You can be disappeared
0: too. You can sure.
1: be disappeared too and also this doesn't come down to a political belief. It comes down to what does the 5th amendment say? What does the 1st amendment say? One of the founding principles of, you know, the freedom we're supposed to have in this country is due process and access to the court system and they're taking this away. And, and it's not a fringe issue. I mean, this is happening right now. Well, Bradley,
0: if you're loyal enough to the party, whichever party, but if you're loyal enough to the party, then you'll be all right. Just do whatever
1: the commandants say. <laughs> well, one thing that I think is very telling is that uh, the Obama administration had actively been uh, fighting to try terrorist suspects in New York City uh, in the court system, while at the same time saying that, you know, passing a law that would say Americans can go to Guantanamo Bay without any access to the court system. And it's really strange. It, I mean, it's, it's very strange.
0: Also, they move fast on this. I mean, it was not two weeks ago that we talked about uh, the federal district judge overturning that provision of the NDA, this indefinite detainment thing. And here we are, you know, a week or two later, maybe, and it's been flipped. Well, you. The- you don't want the president to look weak at a time like this. Yeah. I mean, well, I'm just saying el- the court system really moved on that one. There's an
2: election. Well, yeah, they can they can do that when they yeah. want to. When uh, when the government says that this is important, it's amazing right. how quick they can uh, they can move on something.
1: Well, who knows what uh, these definitions are so vague. Um, I, I believe it says, you know, providing support to associated forces. Are we, by speaking on the air right now, very publicly to a national audience, are we providing them support by, right, right, opposing, by breaking
0: down the U.S.? By, sure.
1: by opposing a law that was passed by the Congress? I mean, who knows how far th- they could take this? And that's why this judge said no. And this judge was actually appointed by the president himself. Wow. <laughs> you know, I mean. So it goes to the Supreme Court next, right? Uh, well, actually, it's going to a three-judge motion panel, so uh, three judges will decide... Oh, so it's
0: an injunction right. on
1: the order. Right. The judges would decide whether or not to reinstate the injunction. And, I see. I mean, hopefully they do. Who
0: can issue an injunction at this level? Is it just one judge? Can just one judge just say, oh, injunction until we get to hear this uh, full full case?
1: Well, the district courts typically have one judge, unless it's I a, mean, at
0: this level now, the, it's uh, the appeals court.
1: The appellate courts typically have three people, uh, motions... Uh, are generally decided by a small panel, but mm-hmm. this being such a big national issue, it could be heard by the entire court, which is probably like twenty or thirty judges or a big, a big panel of them. Um, I mean this this is the the biggest threat to our civil liberties that I have ever seen.
0: It's certainly a big one. I mean, it's a scary sounding one. I think point, the war on drugs is a bigger threat overall. At personally. this
2: point, I don't feel like it's been used too often. Well, if it's been they used they won't say, and right, that's but, the problem. But there are missing. So, for when it comes to missing persons, usually the missing persons that are that don't go reported
0: are ones that just aren't that
2: important, like homeless people, homeless people, young, you know, chil- children. I mean, you know, things things like that. Children
0: are pretty important. Usually, their parents want to know where they are
2: if they're white they're and reported. if they're white and cute. Yeah, they're important. But I'm, I'm talking I'm about pretty, pretty hearing sure the- it hearing about it on the news oh gotcha yeah I, everybody thinks that somebody's important ian don't right. worry everybody's a special well, snowflake to somebody but what know. i'm telling you is is if you're if, if an american citizen who is active in politics got
0: disappeared for some reason i, I kind of feel like i'd know you'd hope so at least 855-453 that's the sacle cai toll free line you can take control of the airwaves this is free talk live Bring if anything Take control of the airwaves toll-free, 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You may join us online over at freetalklive.com. And we do have a lot of features there for you. You can uh, enjoy them all on the house, unlike those other talk show hosts that want to charge you for accessing their websites. Go to freetalklive.com and do it for free there. You can, uh, if you're a lady listener, become part of the Shrine of Female Listeners, where dozens of ladies who've taken the time to send in uh, their validated photo or video video are there. Uh, Shrine.freetalklive.com. We'll take you there. If you're a lady listener, you can get details on being part of the Shrine. Shrine Shrine.freetalklive.com. So uh, we've been discussing the matter of indefinite detention, and it sounds like it's headed to uh, well it's, it's headed to you set a panel uh Brad the uh, circuit court of appeals here is going to ha- hear the case presumably sooner rather than later they certainly made a move on this injunction pretty quickly
1: yeah i believe the hearing's on the 28th and okay. they'll decide this month? yeah this month they'll decide whether or not this uh injunction Will remain um, ineffective as it is right now, or if they'll put it back in place.
0: And so the injunction bar- essentially reverses temporarily the decision, or puts on hold, or whatever the decision of the lower court, which decided the judge decided uh, an appointee of the Obama administration smacked down the Obama administration and told them, "You can't do this indefinite detention of Americans thing. This is crazy. This is you know unconstitutional." And it was the you know the little bit of good news now and then. You get a little bit of good news out of the court system, but. Right. Uh, it has been temporarily reversed pending the full uh, appeal panel decision. Right. I right. can't imagine how any American thinks that this is acceptable
2: to suspend habeas corpus uh, just because the president. Terrorists. Said, T- terrorists. Right. I mean, you know, OK, so terrorists. What if they decide Terror. what if they decide that it's a friend of yours that's a terrorist?
0: 9-11. You know, government knows best, Mark. They No, they don't. The, Who they has paid... ever
2: thought that the government was good at efficient at anything?
0: They know best. They get, they've they got really fancy equipment. Uh, they've got a bunch of money that they've taken from you, and they've spent on this really fancy uh, technology that will monitor phone conversations and emails and things like that. They've got all kinds of agents that they're paying big money, and they're doing it to keep you safe. How dare you? How dare you question them? You're ingrateful.
2: Yeah, they, um, they are unaccountable <laughs> for what they do. They don't have any accountability sure, for what they sure do. Sure, yeah, sure they're if accountable. They go you ahead, can vote for Mitt Romney. If they Romney. go ahead and – right, in R- Mitt like Romney it. is going to fire which CIA
0: agent? He's going to slash and burn. Haven't you heard, Mark? <laughs> I, I heard on Glenn Beck that Mitt Romney was going to cut the government to the bone. <laughs> Yeah, well, I'll. Uh, he's I'll just getting have a sip in there. Water Those government bureaucrats. Those government bureaucrats better look out because Mitt Romney's coming in there and he's going to clean house.
2: Yeah, I heard that crap with George Bush, the real conservative. <laughs> I, no, no, you want want lower taxes, George? Would, no, well, no. Pres-
1: President Reagan even talked the good game too, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Oh, man. they all
0: do. They talk a good game, and I think it's kind of funny that you know that's what Romney, of course, is now tailoring his message toward is this. Whoa, oh, he's a small government conservative guy. He's going to get in there and he's going to just hack and slash and those government bureaucrats they're not going to know what hit them. <laughs> he uh he, It's ridiculous.
1: <laughs> I was listening to the Angel Clark show earlier and uh, on my way here and she You can she, find
2: that at lrn.fm. Yeah, right? no,
1: she's really good. I I just started listening to her program. She, she's today, really great. Yeah. yeah, she's an awesome host. Um and she, you know, she was talking about uh Mitt Romney and she's like, you know, a guy like that's basically been indoctrinated since he was born and he I mean he's able to speak for hours without ever taking a position on something, and when he does take a position it's reversible years later. And I mean <laughs> yeah. it's it's basically just he is a professional politician will tell you of any, course. anything you want to hear. That's how you get to that level. And like Dr. Paul says, you gotta wonder why people are willing or corporations are wi- willing to spend millions of dollars to get somebody elected.
2: Yeah, yep. Especially the big banks that got the bailouts.
1: Yep. something's in it for them oh he
2: wants to audit the fed too so yeah he said said auditing the fed and then paul ryan said he wants to you know back the united states dollar with a basket of commodities yeah you believe him though right i mean they're Clearly. I can. I, I will admit that when they both flutter? said that, does it make your that, heart flutter? I had a little flutter when they said it. I like being lied to. Uh, you know, I mean, like every, like every one of the American people, I, when the Republicans tell the kind of lies that I like to hear, uh, you know, I mean,
1: I, I, my my heart skips a beat a little bit. But and then I, you then you wake up and you realize it doesn't work on you. Again. Yeah, it was You're not just, a moment, by it. Okay. just a moment. Just a <laughs>
2: moment later, I'm like, oh no, I'm not
1: going to do that again.
0: <laughs> yeah, I remember you back in 2008. were like, oh, Sarah Palin. Oh,
2: well. For for a minute, <laughs> actually, with Sarah Palin, it was for a few days. Uh, you know, and then and then the stories start coming out. Oh, she's pretty. Yeah. Well, it wasn't. It didn't have to do with that. It had to do with her selling
0: Alaska yeah, One on eBay. No, that's that's what it was for you. You said, was. You, you said you you said she thought is she was an attractive, attractive
1: woman. She sold the state police helicopter, and that. It was good enough for me at that and point. That, it was all
2: the evidence I had.
1: That's your president right there. <laughs> that's all I had. <laughs> Let's, well, uh, look at my choices
2: I during know,
0: 2008. Mark, you've got this uh, study, the new economic uh, freedom of the world uh, yeah. study. We'll get to that here in a moment. Dalton is on the line in Ohio. Uh, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, Dalton.
4: Hey, how's it going, guys?
0: Hey, what's on your mind tonight?
5: I just wanted to ask Mark uh, why he hates freedom so much.
0: Which part? I, yeah, what's up, I
5: mean, Mark? Uh, you
6: know... I, Mark, this NDAA bill is here to protect us from the terrorists who hate us for our freedom, and they want to—they want to come over here and destroy Christian America. And I, I just—I just don't get it. Uh, do you have something? Do you have something against Jesus or? Against He's clearly that a
2: terrorist,
0: art? or with the terrorists.
2: Yeah, I. You know, it's, as far as I'm concerned, I don't care what their religion is. If they're willing to take away habeas corpus and the foundations of this nation, then they're the terrorists. That means the Christians, the president, the the people in Washington D.C., those people that swore an oath; those are the terrorists. Hang, that's treason.
3: But, but the
5: government kills all the evil brown people.
2: Yeah, well, I don't see. I, I haven't seen any evidence of that. There's, uh, you know, the government claims to uh, love brown people as long as they're U.S. citizens, but uh, all the rest of them around the world seem to be expendable.
6: Well. I mean, the, even if they're U.S. citizens, they don't—they you know—they don't—they can't get away now because of NDAA. See, that's how we're protected.
0: You know what, Mark? Now I know, I know ways, why we lost that radio
2: station. Otherwise, they'd have to go
6: through the court
5: system and get real justice, and then the terrorists would win.
2: Well, there's a uh, lots been lots and lots of uh, white folks that have uh, committed acts of aggression against the government.
1: I don't understand why people are so against trying terrorist suspects in federal court. You can get the death penalty and kill them. It just. You have to do There's it. There's
0: just so many darn terrorists out there. We just can't take the time to put them all in court. Well, <laughs> we've got all these remote-controlled airplanes. It's
5: a lot cheaper than using uh, the court system, you know? Yeah, if We yeah. want government to be efficient.
1: Yeah, I guess so. That's cool. what we should do. <laughs> you sold me.
0: Thanks for the tongue-in-cheek, Dalton. Appreciate hearing from you tonight. 855 free. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line. It's you, terrorists. Love and ways, Mark, is why we lost that radio station today. Which... <laughs> Terrorist lover. Love. You Muslim lover.
2: Terrorist. No, we lost that radio station because of scared
0: old people. Yeah. and uh, It's tough to be Free Talk Live on, is, a, yeah. on a little AM station in uh, you know the middle of Florida. Jeez. Because... Yeah, they, they dumped us. How That's you, the
1: reality of the situation. How did you ever get on that station?
0: Well, yeah, look, well the, the GM told me that she thought she could uh, get away with uh, putting an edgier show on at nighttime. On the weekend, right? Uh, no, no. We on were week all, all week long okay. live uh, there. And uh, she just got a bunch of complaints from some old people. And I told her, look, you know, that that probably means people are listening. Sure. If, if people are complaining... That means they're listening. No, oh, that's you know that's, that's an what, indicator.
2: That's what big time program directors in rated markets expect. They right. want that. They want people complaining. And look at Michael Savage, the third rated uh, show in America. You don't think that guy gets complaints?
0: No kidding. 450 free. The CAI toll free line. You can take control. But we got a new station today too. So sweet, will stop. More coming up. You can take control. Bring up anything. Free Talk Live.
6: Are you a liberty activist or enthusiast looking to meet others like you? Do you want to advance capitalism, peace, and freedom, but aren't sure how? I'm Amanda Mill, Executive Director of Liberty on the Rocks, encouraging supporters of a free society to host happy hour. Activism and education doesn't need to be boring, and you can find free market friends. So start a Liberty on the Rocks network near you and begin connecting and informing libertarian thinkers over drinks. Visit www.libertyontherocks.org.
0: Is Free Talk Live. You may bring up what you want toll free at 855 453. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. Join us on our website at FreeTalkLive.com and you can enjoy all the features that we have waiting for you there. The webcam is one of them. You go watch, listen, and interact because the chat room is built in to the same page. Uh, go to cam.freetalklive.com and you can do that. That's cam.freetalklive.com. Free talk Live brought to you by the Free State Project, your best chance at achieving liberty in your lifetime. Right here with other people that love the ideas of freedom and are willing to implement them, are willing to do the activism that it's going to take to actually end this coercive, one-size-fits-all, force-down-your-throat system that uh, that we have today. And it's working already. We've already got over 1,000 people here in New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project. There are over 12,500 people who are pledged to make the move, and we want to get to 20,000. So go to freestateproject.org. There's 101 reasons there to move to New Hampshire. It's very persuasive, and uh, there's just so much happening. What I, we can't cover in a short time, time frame all of the activism that is going on here. It's, it's overwhelming. You really, in some cases, have to choose what sort of activism you'd prefer to do because it's happening simultaneously. So and at go, the same time. Yes. And uh, you can go to free t- free <laughs> State project org and learn more there as we go to the phones and we'll talk to Tom listening in New Hampshire. Tom, you're on Free Talk Live.
3: Uh, yeah, I was just uh, reading uh, some historical reference materials and I was thinking about Attila the Hun, the dude from back in the 5th century and okay. his humongous army and they would go and uh, do conquering uh, and stuff like that. Well, let's say he and his army are attacking a peaceful city state, okay? Because they want to, uh, they want to take people prisoner and loot everybody's houses, okay?
2: Usually, you what follow? they would do is send an envoy in and uh, tell them what was going to happen first, and then take a. Uh you know, just allow them to pay a tax over time um, rather than getting themselves sacked. But if they, if whatever the city state was decided they didn't want to pay the, uh, the tribute to uh, Attila um, at that time, then that's when the, uh, the sacking came. Ah.
3: What I'm getting at is he and his army attack a peaceful city state and they take people prisoner and loot their houses. How is that any different from a drug raid? you know, where uh, the hostile force attacks a peaceful house and takes people prisoner and loots the house.
0: And the more things change, the more they stay the same.
3: And you know what else? You know, back in Attila's day, sometimes the inhabitants, I tell you, they had no respect for authority. They would fight back, and the poor, defenseless Huns (laughs) would get hurt or killed. Oh, isn't it awful?
1: Hey, Tom, I think the difference is is that if you were to use force to stop a drug raid and you were to kill the police, you would have people everywhere within the state who are upset at you for doing so because the police enforce the laws ostensibly enacted by the people versus this Hun guy who was going around and, you know, I mean, he wasn't a democratically elected Governor it all
2: comes down to that did we vote for mm-hmm. you know did 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 some amount of people inside the geographic area called the United States or you know whatever state or whatever municipality or whatever it is vote for somebody who might ultimately be the boss of the person with the gun right. standing at your door
1: right
3: yeah so so that that's the difference is that other people. Voted for, I mean, if you got an army of 50,000 people attacking a city-state that's got 10,000 people, you could argue that's majority rule, too.
0: Yeah. Yep, that's yeah. pretty much right. Tom, thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. 855 free Robert is listening in the shadow of the nation's capital, apparently. Robert, you're on Free Talk Live. I was wondering if you were going to use that location. That's what I also already- Uh-oh. Apparently the nation's capital phone system not working very well tonight. Robert, are you still there? Uh, he was. Why def-
5: is it that oh, the government is so resistant to trying uh, terror suspects in real courts? And uh, I have some perspective on that. Okay, sure. Um, basically, the intelligence functions have a couple different purposes. And what's happening is you have a tool that was really created for one thing that they're now trying to repurpose into a number of other things. So the challenge is you've got this thing that's supposed to provide you alert and warning information about bad things that could happen, right, threats against, you know, your national interest, and the minute you go into court and have to disclose how those work, you quite possibly lose some of that capability right so it's the I mean, it's the it's
0: government like, secrets the, argument the uh the suggestion that
5: no, i'm not i'm not really making that argument i'm, I'm just saying that but that, that is, what, is i'm not saying you're taking that going going position on.
0: you're saying that's what somebody would say
5: well i i will i'll, I'll say i personally seen to some extent that that there is some validity to that argument whether or not it it's as secret as it should be or more secret than it should be is a different conversation, and I think even some people in that world would agree that more transparency would not be a bad thing. Yeah, I wonder... if claim you start using it as evidence collection, you have a real challenge in terms of your alert and warning function basically being hosed, and I don't think anybody really has thought about how, how to
2: reconcile that? Well, I th- you know, to some extent, uh, policing agencies could use the same excuse if they were to say, hey, look, we've got all kinds of tools that we use to catch criminals. They do.
0: That's why they uh, they restricted media access at Weeda clause's trial, where the undercover cops were—one uh, of them was allowed to wear a balaclava into the courtroom to completely mask his face from so people outside. He, yeah, that's really could not silly. face his accuser.
2: I, I mean, let's not get our—I'm
5: saying that— in the case of the intelligence community, which I think a lot of us would agree, probably... Let, let's just say the Church Commission was not completely all wet in the 70s when they did some of what they did.
0: I'm not familiar um, with that.
5: It, it, well, they created the firewall that used to exist between the intelligence world and law enforcement world after some of the perceived abuses, uh, you know, back in the MKUltra days and that kind of thing.
1: One thing that... And, uh, one thing... it's, it's
5: instructive to read some of that testimony, by the way, because people had a lot of these same conversations around the 1970s for exactly the same reasons, but I, after 9-11, we tore it all out. I,
1: I completely understand the arguments that, f- from a national security standpoint, there needs to be ways to collect evidence uh, or to detect threats to our national interest. I understand that, but the problem is... Is that it leaves people completely unaccountable? It, you can do whatever you want, and no one is no one can see it. And then you can just march into court any time, and then uh, one of our three branches of government will always uh, fold when the executive I, when the executive I, says national security.
5: I, I don't really disagree. I will say one thing. I'll take issue with one thing. Um, several times tonight you said completely unaccountable. And I will say this, because I know some of those folks, and I've actually worked with some of those folks. Um, I've actually met a shocking number of libertarians in that world, and uh, it surprised me. I'll, I'll put it that way.
0: I met one as well. I would not
5: say they're completely unaccountable, and I think it's really unfair to say that. I will say the yeah, say that. rational standard that any of us would probably consider valid Accountability is really lacking, at least with regard to the public. But within those worlds, I'll tell you, I work closely with people from a bunch of different three-letter agencies, and I have never met folks as fastidious. About trying to follow the rules as I have in well, some of those outfits. Now, that's you good to know. know. Obviously, that's that's true. happen all the time. Yeah. I'll, be, I'll bet you that there are
2: a lot of people, a lot of uh, people that work very hard in order to, to to come up with the truth in these organizations. I don't doubt it. But, but the from the outside,
0: you the implementation. Can't get an accountability.
2: And once you once you're starting to talk about turning things over to law enforcement and turning things over to the judicial system, you know, the, <laughs> you're turning you're having police do national security stuff. That's gonna that's gonna go poorly. And the judicial system, Absolutely. you know, they don't have any accountability. It's the it's just become mired and um, you know,
0: un- not, not even functional
2: anymore. Don't
1: forget that the national <laughs> intelligence agencies have to protect the country from the things that the congress and the president do
0: thanks uh, robert for the call and the thoughts appreciate it 855-450-FREE that's the SACL CAI toll free line you may bring up what you want here and take control of the airwaves 855-450-3733 is secrecy a valid argument that the government needs to keep these things secret it's free talk live
7: are you looking for camping hunting or shooting gear
0: This is Free Talk Live, and you can bring up anything that you want. Toll-free number, 855-453, the SACL CAI toll-free line. Join us on our website. Head over to freetalklive.com, and you can support this program. And the way that you do that is, uh, well, there are a few of them. One of them is you can become a Free Talk Live amplifier. Go to amp.freetalklive.com. The AMP program is there. It allows you to, um, to get on board with actually helping Free Talk Live get on more radio stations around the country because it's uh you know if you love the ideas of liberty then it's a valuable thing to have somebody talking about these ideas on a nightly basis on the radio where you live so if you want to help us do that and also get perks like access to the amp only call in lines amp only podcast forum and more go to amp.freetalklive.com you can use any major credit card it's just a few bucks a month again that's amp.freetalklive.com
2: you buy insurance because you don't know what's going to happen and there's all different kinds of insurance. One of those forms of insurance is against, oh, I don't know, a situation, whether you have an accident or you get a pullover from a police officer, whether it's the law enforcement officer or the other person in the other accident or whatever it is. Somebody remembers the story differently than you. It's good to have the Freedom Cam at FreedomCam.net. What it does is it gives you eight hours of audio and video And a GPS uh, navigation shows your driving route and speed, and it gives you the last eight hours. It automatically loops through, and you turn the key. It turns on. Uh, There's nothing to do with it. Mine just sits there and functions in my car, and I know if I've got some kind of situation in the car, whether it's a traffic stop or whether it's an accident or whatever it might be, I've got the insurance that I need, and that insurance is worth it to me. Uh, go to freedomcam.net. The dashcam is now on sale. I don't know how long it's going to be on sale, but you should go get one now.
0: Here's my favorite trick with the Freedom Cam. I've, no, I've not had the chance to use this yet because in order to do that, I'd have to get pulled over. Uh, but uh, my my trick that I'm going to do is I'm going to pull out my smartphone, and I will begin recording on the smartphone. And I will tell the officer that you are being recorded, you know, audio and video recorded, when he walks up. And if he wants the uh, the phone to get turned off, uh, I'm you know I'm pretty good at not turning my recording device off. But uh, like recently, uh, a few months ago, I was threatened with arrest if I didn't turn it off, and I kept it on and kept it right pointing at him. It was like a, an actual video camera, so it was pretty clear it was was still on. So, but if for whatever reason I was you know out on bail or or concerned with getting arrested or for whatever reason couldn't push it that far, I would uh, you know if he said turn that off, oh okay. Just turn it off, and so this is something somebody could do who maybe doesn't want to get arrested uh, for this sort of thing. At the point, push, they've been advised pushing that, right? So you've told you've told the officer you're being recorded, and the officer identifies what he believes to be a recording device and tells you to turn it off. And if you you know you want to follow his order, you turn off one of your two recording devices.
2: I wouldn't make any statements at that point. I would just no, I wouldn't either.
0: But if you're afraid, because some people don't want to push it all the way, and you know, keep holding the camera in the cop's face, who's getting angrier and angrier. You know, if it comes to one of those situations, you know, okay, sure, whatever, you can chill out, man. You know, turn this one off. Here you go. I when you're still recording, sta- so, I'm still <laughs> recording it.
2: I wouldn't make any statements that indicate that I've stopped recording. So whatever statement you may may be interpreted.
0: Oh no, no, I didn't say that. Uh, I stopped You said recording. okay,
2: whatever, man. And what right, I'm he said turn you- that off. Right, I wouldn't make any statement. So you're turning at
0: all. that off. You're turning. One of the recording devices. I wouldn't off. make any statement at all. He didn't tell you to stop recording, right? I wouldn't make any statement at all. I tend to agree with you there, but unless my people, attorney was there yeah. and
2: he could talk to the law enforcement officer for me, I wouldn't,
0: you know, make Okay, any so comment. then let, let's just you know Brad's former cop uh, having a the Freedomcam.net, you can
2: get them with bitcoins too, they're on sale, freedomcam.net.
0: Yeah, I love the the Freedom cam, but uh, you know, being a, a former law enforcement officer, Brad, let's let's imagine the uh, the hot the, the hothead officer in this this particular case. He's okay. getting all upset some about the fact days. that you've got uh saying some cops are hotheads. Uh, but you know this cop's getting all upset because you've got a cell phone you're holding in front of him as he's doing his traffic stop. He tells you to turn that off, and you don't respond to him. He gets uh, he could then get much more upset. I mean, I get what you're I get what you're saying, Mark. That it's you know it's a bad idea to talk to the cops. I'm with you. Uh, recently, I tried to very much limit my conversation with a police officer when I was pulled over. But some people, you know, they're not practiced at this, uh, and it's you know it's an intimidating situation. That's why I'm telling some, them, some don't cops make are, a statement. And some cops are extra intimidating. But do you see what I'm saying? Like the cop could, could, could take you not making that statement as an indicator that you're still recording, no, and then get more you, upset.
2: You make it obvious with the, whatever your motions are, that you're doing whatever it is that the, the guy says.
0: So then he says, did you turn it off?
2: I don't have to answer any of your questions. Okay.
0: Then he beats you up.
2: Okay. Then I get beat. Oh, great. I've got video of it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, there is a very real psychological phenomenon known, co- known as contempt of cop. And it's, I mean, police officers are trained and told that you have authority. People have to do what you say. And then when someone pushes back, uh, it causes... A reaction in the individual serving in that capacity, especially if they're not used to it. Yeah, especially if they're not used to it. And there, there have been many uh, police excessive force cases where this has been the defense. The defense has been the the uh, the officer basically became uh, criminally insane at the moment, <laughs> just because uh, he's not used to someone disobeying. Right. I mean, wow. just you, you know, you speak about it all the time. The what's it called? The Stanford Prison Experiment. Yep. Um, I mean, fascinating stuff. R- yeah, but I mean, this stuff happens in real life with real people because I can look back on a handful of situations where I was a hothead and I reacted stupidly. Mm. And I don't think I'm a bad guy. I just think when certain people are in these certain situations, they react that way. But I mean, now that you're on the air saying what your secret is i mean everyone around here is going to know
0: but i don't i I tend to not back down so for me it doesn't matter but you could use that one if you got into a situation with a hothead cop who was intimidating you oh yeah okay it's off yeah that doesn't mean you're not that doesn't mean you've stopped recording right right Right. and i think i think
1: (laughs) i think legally at least in this state you'd be fine
0: yeah because you gave them notice that they were being recorded so, uh, anyway, that was just my suggestion for that. 855 Sounds like legal advice to me. <laughs> Gene, that's a suggestion. It's a legal suggestion. Uh, let's go to Gene listening in Maine. Gene, you're on Free Talk Live.
6: Good evening, gentlemen.
0: Hey, Gene. Uh, What's with, on your mind tonight?
6: Uh, before I get on my point, I just listening to your discussion. It's kind of sad that we've kind of drifted away from the concept of peace officers. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, uh, anyway, uh, I just caught the last conversation, the last phone call. And I think, and, and excuse me if you already repeat this because I just turned on your show, which is very addictive and I enjoy it very much. Thanks. Uh, you're welcome. Um, I think we ought to make a differentiation between secrecy and criminal activity. Sometimes criminal activity is also done under the guise of secrecy through these intelligence agencies.
0: Sure. For
2: example. Yeah, certainly been done. For
6: example. Yeah. I for example, I'm sure you, I hope you guys have heard of Sabel Edmonds and her uh, fiasco with the FBI and what she went through trying to disclose... Well, yeah, she was a, of, uh,
0: one of the people that were were kind of revealing some of the uh, dirty deeds, right?
6: Correct, correct. Yeah. Um, she just recently published a book about the whole thing called Classified Women. Recommend reading it. Um, yeah, uh, you know, and, and not only that, I mean, they gagged her twice with this so-called secret privilege mm-hmm. that was kind of created out of thin air and also earlier this year there was a gentleman named thomas drake who worked for the nsa they tried charging him with treason and other crimes when all he was trying to do was disclose that the government was overpaying for a software program that uh, a competitor had developed even a better program at a lower cost (laughs) and you know i mean you can't make this stuff up
0: oh no doubt
6: yeah so i just wanted, i just you know Listen to the guy before. He sounded like he would either work with or knew people who worked in these.
0: Yeah, that sound.
6: He was yeah. calling from uh, that area too. Sure, and I just when I was listening to it, I'm just like, yeah. I mean, no doubt that maybe there's some things that ought to be kept secret. But unfortunately, we have officials in high government offices who have a lot of power who. Uh, definitely doing something that's not in the nation's interest, but rather in their well, that's own That's something person.
0: I wanted to bring up was, uh, Brad, you mentioned that terminology earlier, and I, I didn't have a chance to jump in, the idea that, uh, well, the, 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 sale, the sell on the secrecy argument is that they're doing things in the national interest. And I would just like to point out that what is in the so-called national interest is not necessarily what is in your interest. And so what is in the best interest of the people calling themselves the federal government or your local state government is not—
2: The politicians that got the big payoffs from the big banks and the the military-industrial complex, what they consider their interest is likely not Not the same as the average American's interest. I,
1: I think it is in our interest for the government to stop terrorists. Yeah, yeah but at the same time it's not in our interest for the government to start terrorists the, which they right, do a lot of right which is why I, you know which is why for all these things that the fbi and the federal government and the cia you know all these things that they do as as upset as that makes me as it erodes civil liberties the fact is they are cleaning up the messes that the presidential administration creates by you know carpet bombing they're not really cleaning up any messes. They I mean, don't if you carpet look at, bomb anymore. They send, thank you. Gene, uh, remote
2: control airplanes with little bombs. For the on them. call, I
1: appreciate it. They're not cleaning.
0: Even, they're not even cleaning up messes. I mean, they're investigating mosques. They're finding nothing. Uh, they are ginning up. Con- they're ginning up, creating. Well, they basically do that too. They do terrorists. that too.
1: But they legitimately do catch bad people. Where are,
0: oh, sure. where are the terrorists though? They haven't been catching any terrorists, like real well, scary not, terrorists. Not recently. They're all being made up. They're they're created by the FBI. Hour two's next free talk live. This is Free Talk Live, and we're launching into the second hour of the program. You can dial in toll free. Bring up whatever you want, 855 450 free, the SACL CAI toll free line. You can join us on our website. Head over to freetalklive.com and enjoy the features waiting for you there you can can actually create the content of the site when you go to freetalklive.com click upcoming stories toward the top and you'll see all the freshest content that has been added within the last 24 48 hours or so and you can vote it up if you like it and if you don't you can either ignore it or vote it down if you really want to cast a a scance at it Uh, so you can uh, get involved over at freetalklive.com 1-855-450-3733 one eight five five four five zero three seven three three 450 3733 is the number here tonight. Now, uh, Bradley uh, is with us, Brad Jardis. Mark, uh, good evening. Thanks. So we are talking about secrecy. That's kind of where the conversation went in the last hour, this suggestion that government needs to have secrecy because, well, we can't tell you. There are things we just can't tell you. Scary things. There are scary people out there and those scary people are going to do scary things. So we have secret things that we're doing about it. Trust us. Really. Uh, Even though when you look around at what the government actually does end up showing us that it claims to be doing as far as stopping terrorism and things like that. You end up seeing example after example of how the FBI actually ends up creating the terrorists that it then goes ahead and busts by offering them money and the means necessary, like the bombs or what they think are bombs, which usually are inert materials. But uh, you know they kind of are there, coaxing uh, along these so-called terrorists. They're usually very kind of dumb people or ignorant people who are not you know real with it, and they're just kind of being led into this scheme. Uh,
2: that it, tends to be the ones that they catch. Um now there have been instances that have been beyond that, the uh, the shoe bomber, uh the one in central was, was it a Times Square, the Times Square bomber yeah. incident, but they didn't catch those. They just kind of
0: found out about them. Right. So the ones that they are announcing as their big successes in stopping terror tend terrorism. to be
2: people that they've found that are you know, dupes. And that they've po- supplied the weapons to, that they've done basically everything for, up to and including cutting off avenues that those people might have to have a better life. There is one yeah. specifically where the FBI uh, shot down his chances of getting a
0: job. Right. He was going to go to Alaska for a job. And, right. Uh, they,
2: and, and only creating it. them, you know, creating for them a more desperate circumstance. Why would you want to do that? Why would you they want to take somebody. a person who's angry and turn it, to, you know,
0: make them more desperate. You want a body. You want something, uh, some trophy uh, bust to show to, you know, America to prove that you're doing something, show to Congress so you can keep getting funding, uh, these sorts of things. But what I, I, one of the things I wanted to liken it to was uh, this kind of the situation with the drug war. I had touched ba- briefly last hour on what happened at the trial of WIDA Claus, and Brad, you weren't there for that, were you? I was not. Okay. So it was at a place called Grafton County Courthouse. Not a very big uh, place, but they... It's in the middle of absolutely nowhere. Yeah, it takes (laughs) takes an hour and a half to get to the courthouse just from Grafton itself. Yeah. And so that's where this was going down. And they brought these undercover officers in there because it was a drug trial, a growing marijuana trial. And because Weedaclaus actually took it to trial, they had to call these undercovers in, which how many times a year do these undercover agents ever have to go on trial it's pretty rare it's got to be rare so they undercover guys were trying to petition the judge to allow them to testify in balaclavas so wearing ski masks in courtroom or in the courtroom on the witness stand was what they were what they wanted the judge didn't uh, he didn't grant that particular motion, but he did allow them to, you know, have a rule that basically says no cameras can be facing uh, these individuals. Cameras uh, were not allowed into the courtroom. In fact, they even locked down the courtroom to all electronic equipment. Nothing was allowed in except for very specific photographers who had, you know, agreed to court rules saying they would have to turn their cameras to the wall uh, to face the wall when the undercover officers were in the room. And you can look at uh, video footage of all this. If you search Grafton Circus Court on YouTube, you can see this stuff go down. And so they bring these guys in, and apparently one of them was wearing a balaclava when he came in. I was outside the courthouse at that uh, at that moment. But he took the balaclava off and then did testify in his you know, regular skin uh, at that point. But when he left, they snuck him out the back. They, uh, you know, he was, like, covering himself with his coat, basically, like, kind of hunching his coat up over his head and running to uh, the car that he was getting in that was being driven by another uh, police officer so he could stay, you know, as concealed as possible the the whole time. Mm -hmm. A couple of the other officers were also being protected in whatever way they possibly could. We chased them down. We got as many of them (laughs) on on footage, uh, you know, got them on video as we possibly could. But this is the same excuse. The same excuse is that, well, these officers are engaged in really important activities, and it's dangerous out there for them, and we can't have them just being exposed.
1: It is very dangerous. I mean, prohibition enforcement is extremely dangerous. But
0: that's just it. We're right back to that conversation about, well— The government at the federal level is creating terrorism by going over and bombing people, so therefore creating the the supposed need to stop the terrorism. And in the same case with the war on drugs, these uh, drug agents, these undercover agents, would not be at this level of risk at all if they were actually investigating, you know, like a murder or something like
1: that. It's dangerous because they make it dangerous.
0: That's right. They create that whole situation for themselves, which is why when people got upset at us for outing these undercover officers, hey, whoa. Blame, you're blaming the victim here. Uh, we're just we're just trying to keep people safe from these officers they're out creating terror they're out destroying people's lives they're kidnapping peaceful people and putting them in cages and they deserve to be well, exposed
2: they may be kidnapping dangerous people too um you know drug dealers aren't known to be a group of the most peaceful people in the world the ones i've known are pretty peaceful. Drug, it's the drug prohibition likely you're talking about marijuana dealers um, well not uh you know depends look man i spent nine years in prison i met a lot of dangerous drug dealers sure you know maybe you've got a skewed view maybe i've got got a skewed view i don't know who has a skewed view but i can tell you that drug dealers are more as to a person more dangerous than say advertising executives so um
0: are they more dangerous than uh, budweiser executives
2: i don't i would think the executives sure
0: absolutely right right because that's uh, because the drug
2: war policy has driven the uh you know the the business of drugs and you're not going to stop the business of drugs it's driven the business of drugs down to this level To
0: the underground,
1: to the criminal element. If you don't want
2: the crime, then make it legal. You could
1: could create a violent black market in the sale of tomatoes if you wanted to by simply making them illegal.
0: Or raw milk, for instance. Or raw milk. Uh, I think drugs work a little better
2: because people want them more than the tomatoes. I mean demand is an issue.
1: Yeah. But
2: true. I you know, I think you're right. I mean you, the the fact is with raw milk you can see what would happen in many states raw milk is illegal and there are government agencies going after people that deal raw milk.
0: Right, and most it's of not the violence is, yet? No, yeah, most of the violence is coming from the government guys in that in that case all and,
1: of it is. And the prohibition on raw milk is the same reasons why there's prohibition on substances that alter your state of consciousness, and that is that the USDA is particularly sensitive to big food who has influence in Congress. So when the USDA can be uh, taken control of by lobbyists and corporations with a lot of money, then it can be used to squish out small farmers.
2: Yeah, and one thing's for certain, though, Brad, is if you wanted to see a violent market in the area of, say, alcohol or tobacco... There's a really great way to do that. If you want more violence on your streets, you want to hire more government bureaucrats, you want more cops uh, busting into more people's houses, scaring more families, make tobacco and alcohol illegal. These things are absolutely some of the most dangerous stuff in America. Alcohol and tobacco is some of the most dangerous stuff in America from a health standpoint. And whatever argument one makes for drugs, one should make for alcohol and tobacco. But
0: the war on drugs is worse than the drug addictions and and the war on alcohol alcohol would be worse than uh, alcohol addiction well. You, you as can well.
1: make alcohol and tobacco themselves a lot more dangerous by simply making them unregulated or be regulated by the black market because, you know, if you go to the store and buy a six-pack of Corona, you know what you're getting versus if right. you go to your, a local drug dealer and Buy. Well, it's happening
0: already. I just What you're talking about is how the black market can make it so that products are questionable. Right. And you don't ever know what you're getting. That's already happening in the area of cigarettes. Uh, if you are in a place like New York City where cigarette taxes are very high— the underground oh, right. gray market has an incentive to bring in cigarettes from elsewhere. Sometimes they go and they get them in you know, North Carolina and truck them up. Sure. But sometimes they get them from China, where they're boxed as though they're Marlboros, but they're, in point of fact, not Marlboros, but they're sold <laughs> as though they're Marlboros, and it's counterfeit cigarettes. Who and knows what it is? Some people say they're terrible. 855-450-FREE. The SACL CAI toll-free line. Share your thoughts.
7: The toll-free number here
0: for Free Talk Live is 855-450-FREE. You can bring up anything you want, 855-450-3733. Join us on our website. Just head over to freetalklive.com. Enjoy all the features you will find on the site completely free. Once again, freetalklive.com. And those features include our mobile site. For those of you with a smartphone, you can go and tune into our streams. Through the mobile site at m.freetalklive.com, m as in mobile.freetalklive.com. Plus, you can link to our podcast as well as the software that you'll need to listen to those streams. So, maybe you don't already have that on your phone. Um, this will make it possible for you, and they're all free. m.freetalklive.com. Stateless Sweets. They
2: make homemade candy and send it right to your door. They sure did.
0: And uh, we just got ours. More, uh, actually, we've had some in the past, and that's now right. we've, we just got some more. We have humongous bags of goodies. Here. You
2: can thank me for that. I managed to make that happen for thanks, you, Thanks, man. Yeah. Well,
0: thanks to uh, Jillian who actually made them. Yeah, indeed, that's uh, the, she.
2: She is the uh, the, the confectionery artist that uh, that does everything behind StatelessSweets.com. dot com, and they've got all kinds of uh, different candies there. Ian, what did you choose for your I, first candy?
0: I am eating some kind of a peanut. Brittley thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you have the, the. I think they have a cashew brittle there. The layout of uh, of what is they've got a bunch of different options. They there. have a lot of different
2: options. I like the English toffee. That was the first. You know, I went with the thing that I knew that I would enjoy. I the saw most. you got some more of those too. Yeah, oh, well, English absolutely. English toffee, yeah. That's the the best darn stuff. The English toffee. I, you know, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that your mouth has never experienced anything <laughs> as wonderful as the English toffee at StatelessSweets.com. You could. Not like their English toffee as I mean, there are, you know, the, the world abounds with different tastes and crazy people, are there's no shortage of them, but you can,
0: uh, you know,
2: you can try everything at statelesssweets.com. I c- contend that the English toffee is the very, very best, but. Everybody's got their favorites. How do you,
0: you know, it's it's hard to choose, but it's all they're all really good. And in really fact, good. Brad, you just uh, put you may still have it in your mouth for all I know. The uh, toffee of some sort. Or yeah, ca- no caramel. It's, is it caramel?
1: It's been it's getting digested, and my sugar rush is in full effect
0: now. <laughs> <laughs> you had a caramel though, right? Yeah, they're, it's re- really good. Right on. Really good. So uh, statelessweets. dot com.
2: com. You will not regret. Uh, buying from there they also take bitcoins if you're talking about a
0: great gift too yeah
2: yeah and this is one of the reasons is uh one of the things to think about is you know
4: christmas the holidays
2: these are coming around yeah. and this is the thing to think about for yeah. those t- t- time frames i you know i contend that you should probably have some now
0: but right, try it first so you know you want to give it to people come the right time let's go to the phones adam listening in virginia you're on free talk live adam with ian and brad and mark
5: hey what's going on guys
0: hey what's on your mind tonight
5: Um, Not much. Uh, You know, I've heard the argument uh, about prohibition that you know if you legalize heroin, it's gonna it's gonna drop the prices, and then heroin addicts are gonna have more of an incentive to go out and get their fix for much cheaper, and blah blah blah. Well, I just recently quit smoking, and I can tell you right now that the stress of the cost of a pack of cigarettes did nothing to help me quit. You know what I mean? The cost of of a pack of cigarettes didn't.
2: Okay. Um, yeah, we'll, you know well the, the fact is the statistics do show that um, recently the few, you know there's been a little spike in people uh, quitting smoking since Obama said that uh, you know there's going to be a tax on uh, you know different kinds of uh, tobacco products, raise the taxes on cigarettes. You know just didn't you be,
0: quit because of taxes? I,
2: I quit because of the Obama taxes. I, I used to smoke a cigar two cigars a day um, or at least one, and I quit because they put the taxes on there. See mark coercion works. I don't know what well, to
5: say. See, I, uh, I started uh, rolling my own cigarettes and smoking the, uh, the little cigarellos or whatever. Yep. So I was spending, you know, $10 a month at most. Mm-hmm. I, thought I basically found a way around the tax. Uh, the money wasn't an incentive for me at all to quit, obviously. Well, I'm you know, curious. How are you relating $10. that to
0: heroin? I, uh, can you relate that back to your original point about heroin? Because I'm, uh, I'm confused. My original
5: point was a lot of people say that if you legalize heroin, the market forces are going to drive down the prices of heroin and people aren't going to want to quit.
0: That seems oh, obvious to me. Wanna, Oh, I you see. Know what I mean? Oh, I get it. Yeah, that, yeah. It's ridiculous that uh, a heroin user is going to quit because of the prices, because they are already in with the current price scheme. When when you get hooked on heroin, uh, you're you're already in at whatever level the prices are. You're not
4: right, well, and, and
5: money money causes people to get extremely stressed out. And when somebody's addicted to a drug, they're going to get stressed out, and they're going to you know, about their money or vice versa. And they're going to go out and they're going to be like, man, I need, you know, a hundred dollars for my next hit. And the only thing they're going to be worried about is getting the next hit.
4: That's you know right.
0: I mean? Yep. That's be absolutely true. That. Oh, ab- I totally understand. I, I was missing, the only thing I was missing was just one brief portion of your 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 story and, and I, guess, I get where you're coming from you know, now. Well, uh, what
5: I'm just trying to say is, you know, uh, the prices for smoking cigarettes was actually really cheap for me because I was rolling my own cigarettes. But, it was the health aspects of of smoking. it wasn't the high prices or anything
0: like that that got me
5: to quit so, well i think that's
1: th- it. I think the health aspect of using heroin would get a lot of people to quit too if they were you know if they had the right people trying to help them do so. I well, mean, right,
0: if they weren't afraid to admit to being a drug user, if they weren't afraid right. of whatever uh, legal consequences might befall them and for drug that.
1: dealers, drug dealers want to sell more drugs, not less, so they're incentivized to keep people hooked. Sure. And, you know, I mean, I've investigated sons who have stolen from their mothers sure. in order to fund their heroin habits. Husbands stealing sure. from
2: wives. Sure have uh, done exactly that. You know, I can see somebody's argument because uh, lower prices are going to make it so that people you know, don't have as many pressures um, in that area. Thank but goodness it, means they're not
0: going to run out and rob you.
2: Right, and that's the other end of that uh, spectrum Is is yeah, if you want to keep the prices high that means that heroin addicts can't afford their habit. If heroin is relatively cheap, and it would be relatively cheap to produce if you didn't yeah. have the high cost of uh, you know law enforcement and avoiding law enforcement and prohibition and all the things that go into it it would be significantly cheaper uh, you know then heroin addicts could do some kind of job or panhandle or whatever it is that they need you know need to do to get their fix they don't have to rob people or turn tricks or whatever it is that they have to do to yeah, do it
0: not only that it would be so affordable that uh, checking into a clinic would be no problem because the clinics could easily afford uh, that that product as well and then they could have a, a safe place to use, uh, safe, clean needles uh, to use as well. And at the same time, you know, they wouldn't be in, in anywhere near as much risk if they, if it wasn't a black market. Right. and that and would actually is, help them, you know, possibly wean off. The of The black
2: it. market puts me and my family at risk every single day. Sure does. Nobody in my house uses heroin. Nobody in my house has the intention of using heroin anytime in the near future. And but. You know I have to worry about, and everybody has to worry about in this country somebody coming along that needs heroin so badly they're willing to come into our house, slit our throats, and take whatever we've got
1: well if you know if you are using heroin in the United States, chances are it comes from Afghanistan, where over eighty percent of the world's opium is grown, mm. and chances are your tax dollars are paying for the United States military to protect the opium fields uh, that grow this stuff, so it's all hypocritical and If you look at Switzerland, they did the public heroin thing, and they still do it. And I've tried to argue this to police officers here in New Hampshire, that even if you don't think marijuana should be legalized, at least look into what happens when you treat opiate addicts with the actual opiates they use, and they can become functional again, and they don't have to be criminals, go to jail, get disenfranchised. And
0: they don't want to be. No. you know The heroin addict doesn't want to be stealing from his grandmother, but he will.
5: Right, can you imagine how many homes and lives would be destroyed if a pack of cigarettes cost, you know, $100 or $200? Sure. People would still smoke. That's my uh that's my opinion.
0: Of course you know, they would. would
5: still try Because the black cigarettes. market would still find a way to
0: do it. Because the black market or whatever you want to call it, the gray market in the case of a legal product, but in this case a very regulated and overpriced legal product, would act to undercut those prices. So mm-hmm. the black marketeers would sell them for 25 bucks a pack, make buku bucks on the sale. And, uh, you know, and nobody would be buying the legal products. The legal guys would go out of business at 100 or $200 per pack. Hey, thanks for the call, uh, Adam. Appreciate hearing from you tonight. 855-450-FREE. You take control. This is Free Talk Live.
2: On Free Talk Live, we talk about investing in gold and silver as a hedge against inflation, investment, and barter currency. We've teamed up with Midas Resources to offer you some great rates on some hand-picked gold and silver pieces. U.S. Eagles, British Sovereigns, 20 francs, Lakota Nation Silver Rounds, Montana Silver Reserves, and Walking Liberty Halves. Call 877-857-9938 or go to gold.freetalklive.com. The shipping is the same for one as it is for 20, so try to get as many as you can all at once. gold.freetalklive.com.
0: This is Free Talk Live, and of course you can bring up anything you want, hence the name Free Talk Live, 855-450-FREE. We do it live seven nights per week, and if you've missed a moment of the show, no problem, just go and download them over at freetalklive.com. We've got archives that go back for years, for almost six full years at this point. You can go to freetalklive.com, click and download the archives from the last week right at the top of the page. And also you can click over into our SoundCloud link on the left-hand side under Listen and Share. Get quick access to years worth of the show with easy share buttons on each show. Just click the share button. You can easily uh, drop it into your Facebook page, Twitter, or wherever it is you hang out online. There are a bunch of different choices there, of course. uh, Over at freetalklive.com, grab up as many archives as you want. As we go to the phones, to Rich Paul calling from our very own Keene, New Hampshire, listening on Liberty ninety four three. Hey, Rich.
5: Hey, how you doing, Ian?
0: Great. What's on your mind tonight?
5: Um, well, I wanted to call in and talk about uh, jury nullification and how it can end the war on drugs. Yes. And... Um, I'm sure your listeners are are familiar with the "Don't play, take a plea deal." Um, uh, uh, let's let's I'm recap
0: saying. for them though. Uh, go ahead. What is it?
5: Uh, well, basically, the idea behind "Don't take the plea plea deal." is that there are not enough attorneys, there are not enough judges, enough court clerks to try everyone who is arrested and imprisoned in the United States. The only reason that we can afford, or that they feel they can afford, to imprison so many of us is because so many people take plea deals and um, end up doing some time and not forcing the system to prove their guilt. Uh, and not um, forcing the system to play the game all the way through.
1: Well, along
5: comes a concept called jury nullification, okay? And uh, we've just we had two nullification cases in New Hampshire now. We've had WIDA clause, uh, where the jury convicted of a misdemeanor instead of convicting of a felony, and we had the recent cause, uh, the recent case of the... uh, of the Rasta, who was unanimously acquitted by his jury based on the simple fact that they felt the law was immoral.
0: I generally now, don't qualify the weed-a-clause case as uh, true nullification because it didn't go all the way. I do. Uh, but if that's the case, then you can qualify my case as a nullification case, too, because I had two charges, one of which I was found not guilty on, the resisting arrest charge, and the other I was found guilty on. So you could claim that was nullification too if you if you're going to give uh, weeda clause the credit uh, then uh, you know i can get it too but i don't think in my case i don't think it was real nullification i don't think I you think were just i just I, don't think
4: you I'm, were guilty i'm not
5: familiar with your case enough it and specifically the que- the difference between jury nullification and an ordinary acquittal is it may well be that your jury didn't believe that you had resisted arrest or didn't believe that beyond reasonable doubt. I didn't. In which case, I don't know if they acquitted you on the I've seen people be convicted of
0: resisting arrest for, for much uh, for much less than what I did in that case. But all that said, uh, go ahead True. with uh, your point about nullification.
5: Okay, but the important thing about nullification is if this starts happening more and more, defense, defense attorneys in New Hampshire are going to start telling their clients, look, if we go to jury... You may just get nullified. Well, that is the best possible reason not to take the plea bargain, okay? Because all of a sudden, if you go to jury, it's a lottery for you, and you have a chance of just skating. So uh, that would be enough to end, uh, could be enough to end the war on drugs, because if they can't get the attorneys and the prosecutors to prosecute these cases because everybody's gone to trial the system breaks down.
0: I don't think we need everybody to go to trial, but you know, 10% would be nice, don't you think?
5: Yeah, 10% would be great. And uh, you know, not to be accused of not putting my uh my money where my mouth is or my ass where my, out, where my <laughs> mouth is. I've got five felony charges pending right now uh for sale of marijuana, uh four of them and one for sale of LSD and I'm going to be going to trial and going to the jury and asking them to nullify the law because the law violates my right of conscience.
0: It's it's incredibly heroic uh, what you're doing, and as I've told you, Rich, I want to do every, everything I can to assist. Obviously, I'm banned from the uh, the courthouse property, but I'll still be out there handing out that jury nullification information uh, when the time is right to reach those jurors with that information. Uh, this is this could be an amazing uh, case, and of course, then again, you haven't really seen the full discovery yet. So for all you know, they've got a really bad case up front, and you may not even have to go with nullification. They may just not even have any good evidence against you, but. Uh, you know, we haven't even yeah, seen that it yet. It
5: might be a bad case on on their part. It's it's hard to say. You know, and if if they screwed the pooch, I will probably exit stage left.
4: The poor pooch. Um.
0: <laughs> Very good, Rich. Uh, so, where can people go to assist you in uh, helping with this process, with this trial? That's you've got. It's pretty imminent. You've got a pretrial hearing next week, I believe.
5: Uh yeah next uh, next Tuesday the twenty fifth. Now, I, I know have, you're planning on, a,
0: what, are you going to motion to, uh, to put a delay on or a continuance?
5: Um, I'm expecting to have a to have a continuance at that time. Um, and the reason
0: for that is because you're planning on, uh, you want to do this after the new year, because in New Hampshire, the jury nullification law, it goes into effect. It was passed this year. It goes into effect in January. So it's your intention to string this out until that law is Seems in effect. Wise. Very wise.
5: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And uh, that gives me, basically, it gives me the opportunity to help define what that new law uh, may mm-hmm. means. And I intend to uh, ask for the sky.
0: Yeah, I, intend to... I don't know if we should go through all your strategy on the air because certain people might be listening, but I think that this you've got some true. really, really good ideas. And I don't know if you've talked with Brad uh, about them yet, but you might want to sit down and consult with him because he's always got some good suggestions, too.
5: But my answer in terms of what you can do in order to help us, first, uh, hook up with the 420 Foundation, uh, which is the foundation that put on the uh, 420 rallies in Keene, New Hampshire, and it's now repurposed itself as my defense fund. And so it will be promoting um, events and uh, disseminating information about my trial as things go on. Also, if you go to 420foundation.chipin.com, uh we can use all the uh all the uh donations that we can get um this has cool. taken up a lot of my resources and i'm on the ragged edge at the moment
0: no doubt it cannot be easy to be facing five felony counts and what is it up to 80 years in prison
5: yeah if they stacked it all on top of each other uh it would be 80 years if i got convicted of everything and maxed out that's now that's not very likely But it's still a lot of stress to look at that number and go, okay, I'm 40 now. That would make me 120.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that'd be bad. Rich, uh, keep in touch. Let us know know, what develops with the case. Obviously, I'm interested in following it because... Hopefully you will win. Hopefully this uh, nullification case that uh, we recently talked about with the guy that was growing marijuana—he uh, was nullified by a jury recently here in New Hampshire. Hopefully that's not a fluke, and that uh, we'll be able to see yet another act—in uh, this case, an activist—become uh, victorious in the in the courtroom due to nullification, which we've yet to truly see. I know that you gave credit to uh, Weedaclaus, uh and, I, and Bob's to me, case was we'll good. We call I, that a partial. Yeah, it's definitely a partial. I, I think that's for sure. But so far, we've yet to have an activist case nullified that has yet to uh, to occur so that, uh, that there's some foundations for it though i, th- I think so yeah and uh, like i, I said th- i'm willing to help in uh, whatever way possible so rich thanks keep up the good work that's the 420 foundation folks can find that where on facebook
5: uh yes we've got a facebook page and we've also got a chip in
0: perfect Thanks for the call tonight, man. Appreciate the uh, the update at 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line. Rich uh, mentioned that he created this 420 Foundation and created the 420 celebrations here in Keene, which, you know, for those that don't know, this was... Uh, this is a historic event. Uh, what what he's talking about there? He you know wasn't tooting his own own horn too much. So I'll do it uh, for him. I mean, the 420s were going on every single day here in Keene, in Central Square. This was a party
2: um, in a you know public park essentially, a, a yep. meetup where people would openly smoke marijuana right on the the, the public square. Right. Um, and you know, essentially the police were unwilling or powerless to do anything about it when they did some arrests the they arrested rich paul they, they arrested rich paul the activists actually went back to the police station and smoked in their lobby they, that's uh, true they blocked off uh, the entrance to the, the the police station
0: the police left them alone you can see after that point yeah you can see a lot of footage from it too if you search youtube for keen 420 855 453 it's free talk live more coming up the successes are piling up and proving the Free State Project is a real movement and no longer just a great idea. When you're planning your move to New Hampshire, consider Keene. Keene is famous for its civil disobedience and non-cooperation, and there's plenty of political opportunity as well. Though it's more than just activism, with regular social events each week. See what's happening at freekeen.com and get connected with video, audio, one of the busiest liberty forums in New Hampshire, and more at freekeen.com. That's freekeen.com. This is Free Talk Live, and you can bring up anything that you want. All you have to do is dial in to the toll-free number brought to you by SACL CAI. That number is 855-453. The SACL CAI toll-free line. Join us on our website, freetalklive.com, and enjoy the features that are awaiting you there. We've got the bulletin board system where you can get interactive with other Free Talk Live listeners. Uh, Go to bbs.freetalklive.com. Like everything on our site, it's free.
2: Yep. Uh, Bitcoins. If you want to know about a new great new Bitcoin site, it's called uh, blockchain.info. At blockchain.info, uh, they've got online Bitcoin wallets where you can – they also have apps for Android and jailbroken iPhones. And thanks to fancy encryption techniques that go on right in the web browser, blockchain never even has access to your money. In fact, they can't even know how much money you're sending or receiving through your Bitcoin wallet. With the blockchain wallet, you can even send bitcoins via email to your uh, via email or to your Facebook friends or to anyone 's cell phone numbers and This is a really great tool now people don't need Bitcoin wallets in order to do business with bitcoins. Um, It's just about it. You can do that with just about anybody, any country in the world. And they offer all this for free. Get your free Bitcoin wallet today at blockchain.info.
0: So we've been kind of wary about the whole online wallet thing ever since, uh, what was it, mybitcoin.com. They basically looked like they scammed their users and took them for a ride to the tune of about uh, 53% of the uh, amount of money that was in their wallets. It looked like 100%, but they got 51. Yeah, they got uh, nervous and returned uh, about a half of it. And so we've been pretty, uh, well, skeptical of the the whole online wallet thing, which is now what we're advertising with the blockchain.info site. And blockchain.info is a really useful site. Even if you're not going to use it for the wallet capability, Mm -hmm. it's a really useful website. And uh, David emails in here. He says that blockchain.info is actually very safe from hardware failure because they have an email wallet backup feature. He says if you enable that feature... They'll send you encrypted email backups of your wallet, which you can import into Multibid, which is an open source client that you can run on your local computer. I've already tested, he says, the importing process, and it works easily. So blockchain.info is almost completely safe as far as hardware failure is concerned. You do have to be worried about hackers, though. Even if blockchain.info was hacked, they would presumably only get encrypted private keys. But given enough time... Especially if your password is weak. They could crack them. At least, that's my understanding. David. So protected from hardware due to the email backup feature that they have, uh, from protected from hardware fail- failure. So a
2: good password is probably the, the biggest the biggest thing you could have there because yep. this is probably the one thing that's uh, you know most concerning about uh, bitcoins is is that you can secure your bitcoins but it takes a certain amount of sort of computer savvy. You got to
0: go through some a process and it is a it is quite a process. I've been working on it but I've also got a mil- million other projects going on. So let's go to the phones though. Uh, again, blockchain.info the the website there, Dave listening in mount jackson virginia to wsvg hey dave hey fellows good evening how are you welcome sir go ahead with uh, what's on your mind
5: well one little thing that i want to talk about something a little bit more serious with yes. respect to rich and getting a continuous to try and invoke uh the new jury nullification law that takes place in new Hampshire or or that uh becomes active on january 1st i don't think that's going to work I, th- I think he's saying He's set with the rules that are in place now because he's already been charged. If he was charged no. on January 1st, I think that rule might become... It'll work because he hasn't go.
0: gotten a continuance yet. And uh, generally, the rule in, in the courts up here is if you haven't gotten a continuance and you ask for one, it's granted. So uh, usually you'll get a continuance if you ask for it.
5: Right. Well, no, I think he would get a continuance. I just don't think continuing it until after January 1st. Is going to get him benefit of that new
0: stat Yeah, it will. I'm sure. I'm pretty well, sure
2: on this one. I'm sure it will.
0: Yeah, it absolutely well,
2: will. I don't know that well, that's going to save him. Um, I mean, I, I've I've he's got a tough case. I I've mean, seen juries get uh, you know information on jury nullification and still go back and you know just do lockstep uh, you know mouth breathing kind of uh, right. responses. Well, right,
0: and especially it's going to be a, it's going to be a, the challenge Rich is going to face is that. He's not a bad guy. He's uh, he's a very entertaining character. He's very funny. He's, so he's going to, I think, be able to engage the jury on that level, and hopefully that'll help him uh, win the day. But ultimately, it's a tougher case to get a, a nullification Based on the attitude of kind of the average person towards a drug dealer versus a Rastafarian who was growing marijuana for his own personal consumption, uh, people are going to see selling marijuana as a uh, as a greater crime. Well, this which is the allegation. Been
1: this is brought the, against him. The allegation is selling LSD, which is and that
0: one's in there too. Which that's a scary one. Which people they don't understand it. They're frightened of it. They've well, been lied to
1: about it. If you. It, if you know the truth about LSD, it becomes far less scary, however. Well,
0: obviously, but the average person right. probably doesn't have that information. Right. So, uh, oh, and we lost our caller. He dropped off the yep, line. He did. So I don't know what happened there. I heard the click noise. Okay. So there you go, uh, 855-450-FREE. So it's going to be a challenge. Not going to be easy for, uh, for Rich Paul to do this, but if he can do it somewhere, it's it's here in New Hampshire. Yeah.
2: I mean, I, I hope that the, I hope their evidence stinks because this happens a lot in yes, court cases. Um, you know, they, they don't they don't have to, to they don't have to do their jobs. They're not because used to everybody it. takes a plea. Really, literally, it's more than ninety nine percent of people that are charged uh, fewer than fewer than one percent is probably the way to say it. Fewer than one percent of people that are charged end up at, at trial. And now a lot of people's cases are dropped. And which, you know, I, of course, uh, think that's great. The prosecutors aren't going after cases that they don't think are worth going after or whatever. But, you know, these people that they're, they don't they're drop taking drug pl- charges, they're taking plea bargains. They're likely they haven't done any of the work. Right. None Brad, of the work.
0: Brad is motioning with the uh, the money symbol and it's, they don't drop drug, drug charges because it's, it's, it's bankable. I mean, they'll just convict person after person, get them on a payment plan if they can't pay it all at once. Well,
2: you know they get money. They get money out
0: of them. Also, they get right. people, um,
2: you know, put in jail, and that's money too. That's money that's for true. the local and state governments because every inmate has to be housed. And you know, gosh darn, they're inmates. They're scary, scary people. You don't, you the taxpayer, you don't want these yep. scary, scary people running around. You've got to pay us. So it's this threat from the state to release this these hordes of awful, horrifying uh, hoodlums out onto the streets if you don't pay your taxes. Because God knows they couldn't cut the fat in government. They just have. To release convicts. <laughs> well, right. And
0: then they get to build more jails because they're filling the jails up and the prisons up with these people that have done nothing to harm another human being. So we'll certainly keep you up to date on what's going on with Rich Paul and his case here. 855 450 free is the SACL CAI toll free line. You know, since we're talking about prohibition uh, earlier, Brad, I know that you had a story about raw milk. We had touched on it uh, earlier in the, the show tonight, the idea that in some places it is illegal. To actually use, I believe to to, uh, to use for human consumption, raw milk, and also to sell. To sell is probably the biggest problem. Well, and they've been going after Amish farmers uh, and busting Amish people for selling raw milk. It's crazy.
1: It has very little to do with safety and a lot to do with uh, looking out for big corporate interests. Right,
0: protecting the milk industry, the people right. that are you know, the the major milk manufacturers out there.
1: Right. Um, so this story is uh, in the Star Tribune, and um, it's titled, Jury Finds Farmer Not Guilty and Raw Milk Case. A Hennepin County jury Thursday found a Stearns County farmer not guilty of violating the state's food safety laws when he distributed raw milk from an Amish farm to Twin Cities customers, Alvin Schlanigan of Freeport was charged with three misdemeanor counts. Is that Amish name, Mark? Schlanigan doesn't sound particularly on- Amish,
2: but uh, you know he could be. I probably pronounced it wrong.
1: Okay. <laughs> he was charged with three misdemeanor it counts, at Yoder, right? <laughs> including <Schiller>. selling Troyer, <laughs> Troyer. That's
2: another good one. <laughs> uh, I, I can think of uh, I'll, I don't know uh, Schortentruber.
4: I want to.
1: <laughs> I, I want to listen to that weird. There's not too the many weird song now. Amish names. <laughs> <laughs> Operating without a food license and handling un- adulterated or misbranded food. After three days of trial, the jury began. Deliber-
0: adulterated. <laughs> the how ju- dare you? How dare you milk your cows <laughs> and sell that milk to and a voluntary <laughs> yeah, to a, a voluntary consuming individual who uh, wants to buy it. How dare you without asking permission from the state that's first? That's
2: adulterating. I mean, actually, when you homogenize and pasteurize
0: milk, and you're adulterating that's it, adulterating. Right? it. I'm not saying
2: that you shouldn't drink your milk that way. I think you should drink your milk however you want to drink it. You should do the research yeah. on milk and drink whatever makes you happy. I'm not going to claim that one's better or worse or, or whatever. I, we drink raw milk at my house, but, you know,
1: it's, and I find it just fine. After three days of trial, okay, I mean, they spent three days... On this trial. Three... Days. Three
2: days. Jeez. What does it cost to have a judge, oh, the stenographer, bucks. The, the the prosecutor, the poor uh, jurors, three yep. or four bailiffs, um, all the—I mean, there's, that, that's just some of the people. There's all kinds of extraneous people that go into these court things. This is costly. Yeah, it's outrageous. The, and, and people's time, people away from work, right. jurors away from work. The,
0: the, they could be producing real value for the community. The
2: threat of days. jail to people that would be on a jury in order to do this job. Let's come back. There's more to the story. So let's
0: talk more about it here in hour number three. You can, of course, bring up whatever you want as well. 855-450-FREE. I don't imagine anybody listening actually thinks raw milk should be prohibited, right? That these laws are good. If you are out there, we'd love to hear from you. Hour three is next. Free Talk Live. Hi, I'm Derek J. To me, an activist's calling is to actively work to advance a cause. The cause for which I work is personal freedom. I believe my life is best when I engage in voluntary interactions and self-government. I reject the idea that anyone else has a higher claim to my life or my body than I do. I see people who call themselves the government as a threat to my personal freedom. I realize you may feel differently, but my relationship with the people who call themselves the government is completely involuntary. If Starbucks used some of its money to drop bombs, I wouldn't shop there. So why would I support the American empire? The empire does not require my consent. Derek J's Victimless Crime Spree, available now free in HD. See it now at VictimlessCrimeSpree.com. This is Free Talk Live, and we're launching into the third hour of the program. You can dial in toll-free, bring up anything that you want, 855 free. The SACL CAI toll-free line joining you in the studio tonight. It's Ian.
1: And Bradley. And Mark. We invite you over to
0: freetalklive.com. You can create the content of the site, vote on different items that you find there, add your own to the website. It's a social bookmarking, is what it's called, where you get to, and others, vote together and the most voted up, make it to the front page of the website, meaning we're more likely to see it and talk about it on the air, as are our listeners more likely to see it as well. So go to freetalklive.com, get interactive there. Uh, there's more to say on this raw milk story. Brad is going to give us uh, the, uh, the latest on that, and we'll bring you up to speed if you're just tuning in. But first, let's go to the phones and talk to you about what's on your mind. Trevor, you're on Freetalk Live, and you're in Ohio. Hey, guys, how are Hi, you? Trevor, what's on your mind? Uh,
5: actually I actually had a question for Brad. Yeah. um I supported your campaign, by the way.
1: Oh, thank you very thank
4: much.
5: much no problem. Um, anyways, uh, uh, Ohio is, I don't know a lot about it, that's what I'm calling it, Is Ohio is a two-party state or something?
2: As far um, as filming, so, filming and recording? Yeah,
5: before? so like if I just, as long as I'm part of the conversation or something, I think uh, I'm allowed to record.
0: Okay, so be one party. typically a two-party state oh, one is... Party, I'm sorry. Yeah. So if it's a two party state, then both parties or all parties rather of to the conversation must be aware that uh recording is going on. This is not yeah. legal advice, it's just my understanding of it. And then the yeah. one party is where as because long one, as one party knows it's good.
5: Yeah, all right. Well I well actually I called a couple years ago when I was listening, I was the one in college that was recording the police officer just standing there flirting with the secretary. Um but the the, the reason I'm calling is like so if the uh police officer tells me that I need to turn off my camera. You guys touched on it earlier with the freedom cam. Yeah. Do I have to shut off my camera? Let's let Brad handle this one.
1: Well, um, As a former law
0: enforcement officer.
1: uh, It it depends. I mean, are are you speaking specifically of the situation where this officer...
5: Let's just say my state law is saying that I can record as long as, you know, I'm part of the...
2: He's in a one-party state. And a police yes. officer. So he said it was tells, a two party state
0: at the beginning of the state. I'm sorry,
2: I was wrong. Yeah. Yeah, he made a mistake. Okay, so it's a one party state. It's a Go one ahead. party state and the mm-hmm. police officer has told
1: him that he must turn off his camera. Yes. Okay, and I mean, are you in a public place? Are you in a private place?
5: Sure. Yeah. We'll say, um, public place. Yeah. Well, I get pulled over or um, <laughs> my friend gets pulled over. We 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 pass a lot of police officers on the way home from work at night. I'm at work right now. And uh We'll probably pass three or four road Nazis on the
1: way. Well, I mean, I don't want to tell you something and then get you into a, a dangerous situation because the police react very differently to uh, being filmed depending on the geographic location in the country, mm-hmm. the uh, the type of personality the officer has, whether or not the officer knows that. Uh, in a lot of places, this is a protected right. Uh, I mean, I think depending on the context, like if you pulled up behind a trooper. Who had someone pulled over on the highway? And you pulled up behind the trooper at night. I think you're going to get into a lot of trouble. Um, but if you, you know, if you're pulling to a parking lot in the middle of the day and pull out your camera, it would be a lot different. Um,
2: what if? The, what about the old standby that this is? Uh, well, I can confiscate that as evidence. Can well, they confiscate anything they want as evidence?
1: No. Um, a lot of. The, <laughs> They've been doing that under the guise that, well, this is going to allow me to prove my case against you that you illegally wiretapped me, uh, well, or illegally filmed me in violation of my rights. Um, but in a lot of places, it's being smacked down as uh, an abuse of authority. I know in uh, Baltimore, I believe it was, they had a directive issued, uh, Carlos Miller from Photography is Not a Crime, he's, he's I believe he was the one who covered that. Um, I, the police unfortunately when it comes to asserting your rights trevor can be very unpredictable yes and i mean you really have to be very careful well
0: right so let me do, the original question trevor was can, do you have to turn the camera off right
1: Yes. The answer yes. is of
0: course not. I mean, you don't have to, but there might be consequences if you don't, right? So you may end up But if it's uh, legal in my state, how could I have consequences?
2: Well, just remember what legal means. Legal means that you can afford to hire a $50,000 attorney to take this case all the way to your Supreme Court and, you and protect win. your rights. That's what legal means.
0: Right. That uh, and that attorney's legal not means
2: gonna... likely that you can't actually defend your rights They're, the
0: attorney's not going to stop the cop from taking the camera out of your hands smashing it against the ground uh pulling you from the car and pummeling you odds are good that's not going to happen
1: but it could but it could i mean you remember the videos we saw recently out of uh ohio there was another place where the there's this officer just threatening people uh God, his name was daniel something i can't remember the the i'm sorry I there's
0: should. so many threatening cops yeah
1: but but i mean mark is absolutely right trevor uh i i took issue with the fact that united states customs and border protection uh aren't following the law at the border i went down there and i got arrested for it and uh this was you know last year uh in july of last year and uh it cost me five thousand dollars and uh a retainer and i'm still going through the legal process Hmm. to try to get it adjudicated It, it takes a while um But but you really have to be careful because, you know I mean what if you have something in your pocket that you're not supposed to have and you forget about it.
5: I don't smoke pot or anything like that, which I'd have no problem um, with. But I just don't, and uh, I I just didn't. I mean,
1: I think you should right or wrong. You should come to New Hampshire and do it here.
0: It's a lot easier
5: to do. um, I've been trying. We signed up for the free state project. We don't think we can go to until 2015. My wife and I. We have a four year and a four month.
1: Uh, Congratulations.
0: Well, if you can make it sooner rather than later, that would be great. In the meantime, uh, you know, it might be better to just keep your head down and not take any significant risks. Well, I'm
1: already on probation because I was the
5: guy arrested for the uh, lemonade stand last year.
1: (laughs) You're on probation for that? Yeah, dangerous lemonade pills.
5: (laughs) Two years for probation.
1: Wow. Do do you have Um, like a probation officer?
5: Yes. I have to go on the, uh, I have to call on the 14th and show up on the 19th. (laughs) But I just went on the 19th and, uh, she told me that I didn't have to come back till December sixteenth. Now,
1: man, I can just see, I can just <laughs> picture you sitting in the office. Like, I want
0: it in writing. This is well, kind. This is the, the kind of lax attitude. No, serious,
5: I could, this uh, is the. I, I can show you guys this. I've been talking to Derek on Facebook and stuff, but we uh, we, I actually went in there and there's a, a YouTube site. It's called um, uh, Pig Moose. Kid
0: moose or
5: kick pig moose. Pig, Pig, P-I-G, moose. Okay, gotcha. And a guy went in and played with origami pigs and a donut box. Yes. A $137 fine.
0: And they made him unfold every one of the pigs before yes. they accepted the money yes. from him. And the
5: funny thing so was, insulting. when I went on the 19th, yesterday, or, uh, yesterday on the, uh, to my uh, probation officer, I asked her if she had YouTube on her computer, and she said yes. And she watched it and giggled the whole time.
2: Could you... <laughs> Can you imagine? Well, this is the kind of lady that's allowing lemonade criminals to run around without any kind of supervision for a full quarter. Well, do you have to pay your money for the supervision though?
0: Uh, No, I don't. Uh, A lot of cases you do have to pay to be on probation, so that's a good thing. Yeah, I had a four hundred and seventy-three
5: dollar fine. I think it was for my at the time three-year-old selling lemonade.
1: I could just see you sitting in the probation (laughs) office next to like you know a rapist (laughs) selling
5: lemonade. Yeah, there was. Wait a minute. No. There was a guy next to me who was like B&E and like all sorts of <laughs> so violent So just a point crime. of
0: clarification here. We've got a guy on the line who has uh, been convicted of selling lemonade. And mm-hmm. we're also well, a- talking... allowing
2: his three-year-old to sell right.
0: lemonade. And what was the charge, by the way? I got disorderly conduct and uh, resisting. So disorderly conduct and resisting. But were these charged at a level at which you could not get a jury?
5: Um, I think that, at well, at the time, uh, the first... Uh, the resisting arrest was a first degree misdemeanor mm-hmm. and the disorderly conduct was a minor misdemeanor where i couldn't have a jury trial i see um um so but you... like i said i have kids and i wanted to not take the plea because i knew about it there was really no plea i went in and pleaded no contest which i guess means that i agree with whatever on the ticket yes yep. that's the plea and and uh they, they gave me probation and I had to they did time So you did it be,
0: and, you you didn't want to go to trial because you have kids. Yeah, I
5: was scared I might lose my job, and they, mm. I didn't know if they were like going to release me that day. Or...
0: I would have loved to have taken a, a lemonade stand in front of a jury <laughs> and see what they thought of it. And thank you, well, by I the way. would now. So. Thanks, Trevor. Uh, yeah, that's great. And All look right. forward to seeing you in New Hampshire, where you hopefully will have better odds with recording the police All and right. such. Yeah, thanks, thanks for Trevor. Good okay. luck out there. 855 That's the SACL CAI toll free line. You can bring up what you want. Hey, speaking of Derek J., I think he's on hold from. Uh, The underbelly of the country, Washington, D.C., the belly of the beast. More coming up. This is Free Talk Live.
2: The three most important things you can do for Free Talk Live are, one, share one episode a week on Facebook or in some other social networking site. Two, buy the things you buy online through shop.freetalklive.com. Three, give three bucks a month to the AMP program.
0: Take control of the airwaves. Dial in toll-free at 855-453. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, one 450 3733 You can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. Enjoy all the stuff that we give to you there, including news updates, by the way. You can go to news.freetalklive.com, and that's where you will find all kinds of uh, different choices. We've got email, we've got Twitter, and we've got Facebook. And we apparently got we've got some metal, Loud too. Loud rock and roll yeah, music. There it is. <laughs> Thank you, board operator. Appreciate it. Not that I don't like the music. It's just that, you know, I've heard it a million times. Yeah, you picked it. <laughs> uh, and it can be distracting. But eight five five
2: four It was the kind of 80s gay bar music that I would have picked for the show. <laughs> you, what? What does that even mean? Well, I'd like 80s music. Gay bar music. Well, I mean, there's specific types of music that uh, would, would end up in gay like bars. Like Wham? uh you know yes i like george
0: michael i'm not gay no there's nothing wrong with liking uh i never know, cl- look i've music. been in gay bars i'm not gay either okay Right. Uh So 855 free You can go to news.freetalklive.com. Sign up for the email updates. We'll give you the latest about Free Talk Live in, during, in that way. Uh, but if you'd like more than just the news, you can follow us on Twitter and or Facebook, and you'll get a whole lot more. You'll get updates during the show, sometimes updates outside of the show, uh, retweets and other things like that. You can go to news.freetalklive.com to get signed up for those.
2: Uncovering the secrets and exposing the lies. That's what the readers of freedomsphoenix.com get every day. Readers of freedomsphoenix.com are constantly to provide the detailed real news that lies between the lines of propaganda and the relationship that we all have with coercive governments i was at freedoms phoenix.com today picked up a Excellent. story from uh, the daily bell uh, revealing why uh, i mean this freedoms phoenix aggregates everything they allow people to post whatever news stories uh from you know the the very relevant to uh, scientific stuff uh, of course there's police state material and you know some uh, crazy nut jobs the daily bell there was uh, claiming that um the the bitcoins were a plot by the jews to be able to watch your spending or something like that that's nuts yeah, it was nut stuff. Nutty, nutty stuff. Anyway, freedomsphoenix.com.
0: Derek J. with us, calling from D.C. Derek, how's things uh, down hey, there?
5: Guys. Hey, Derek. Hey. Oh, everything's going great. Um, can you hear me okay? Yep,
0: all is well. Go ahead.
5: Super. Well, first of all, Mark, uh, gay bar music? I don't think so. I've never been to a gay <laughs> bar that has this kind of music.
2: It's, it's been, been a while since I've been a
5: gay bar. claiming freedom. Second of all, I am here in D.C., and... Uh, Brandon Robb was just speaking in Southern Virginia. I just went down to film as part of Adam versus the Man uh, to check out Brandon Robb. Your listeners, of course, will remember him from his uh, detention last month uh, about his Facebook update, something about how he was um, not tweeting, but he was making Facebook comments uh, about the government and Uh, about how he was unhappy with it and how he was going to kickstart the revolution. Well, he was put into a mental hospital, some of your listeners may remember. Right, for uh, what, nearly a week, I think, right? Yeah, for six days. And he was down here in southern Virginia speaking to a group of Republicans about his experience. And a lot of them were raising concerns that they might be next. I mean, these are regular folks finally getting the message that the government is censoring
0: free. Beach. i and hesitate i hesitate to uh to believe that they're getting the message if they're republicans odds are good you know they're going to vote for Mitt Romney, and if Mitt Romney wins, then they'll be completely fine with uh, people being detained. Whoever
2: you choose, uh, I don't. You're just making an assumption. I am um, based uh, on what people do. People, yeah. What what they've done, but I think that what America's seeing currently is their. You know they they saw from 2000 to 2006, it was all Republicans. From Some 2000, from 2008 to 2010, it was all Democrats in the the White House, the 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 U, the the U.S. House and and uh, the Senate and. People People are be, their eyes are getting open more and more. of Their eyes are being opened to this. Uh, Some this people right left more and more yeah. people's eyes are being opened. And, no doubt. you know, I, I don't care who anybody votes for when you have a choice between two crap sandwiches and you pick one of the crap sandwiches. It doesn't mean you're endorsing the crap sandwich. And that's what Americans have been been given as far as presidential elections for a very long for as long as I've been around.
5: Well, I could give you some of my perspective on how these Republicans seemed to be. They were a little bit more libertarian-leaning in this area. Okay. Uh, they really supported what Brandon Robb was talking about. And a lot of them were questioning the official story of 9-11, that sort of thing. But a lot of Ron Paul supporters in the crowd, not everyone, but some. And uh, I actually am with another member of Adam versus the Man team, Rachel Bustle, who's here alongside driving uh, with, me, with me for this event, and she'd like to share her thoughts.
0: Oh, that would be lovely. Be on
5: the shrine of female listeners,
0: she is or is not yes. on the shrine of female listeners.
4: I am on the shrine of female. Listeners.
0: Oh, fantastic!
5: Thank you for the Derek. Um, Yes, I was actually going to say what what Derek addressed is they they were very liberty open minded in the sense that they were Ron Paul supporters and they were questioning, you know, what was going on and and seemed to be opening up and. Honestly, it's a hard pill to swallow to realize that you're a slave to the government. I really think that, you know, it's it's slowly but surely coming along. And this is a small town in the middle of nowhere, Virginia, Hmm. where this story is affecting them and and causing them to think. And I think that's a really good thing. But that's Derek kind of it. And it was in the hometown where Brandon was picked up. This is his community stepping up to say, what can we do? What, who, who do we talk? To? What can I think they we're do? Really with their
0: what, yeah, they what can they do, Derek J?
5: What's that? What,
0: what can they do?
5: Well, they can hold their sheriff personally responsible. They were deciding that they're going to go have a talk with their sheriff because he was actually present at the time when Brandon was taken. He was never arrested. He was never charged with any crime. Right. So they want to make sure that the sheriff knows he has the uh, constitutional authority to say, "Feds, get
0: out of here, not in this town." Can they do that, uh, Brad Jardis? Can a sheriff uh, tell that to the feds? I've I, heard that rumor, but I don't know if it's true.
1: The one thing that I was just thinking is I don't think the federal authorities have the ability to uh, take somebody into a psychiatric hold because that's a state power.
0: No, they can just disappear them completely,
2: right? Right. They can just, they can take you to <laughs> Guantanamo. <calling> tolerant- <laughs> terrorist and drag them
1: off. <laughs> they can take you to Guantanamo Bay, but they can't take you to the hospital. Um, but the sheriff was probably. Uh, a lot more involved than, than just standing there, Derek. Like, he probably, it was probably his agency that put him in this holding position.
5: Well, with his silence, he was giving consent, and so this group of Republicans was intent on getting him out of power nice. and replacing him with a sheriff who will stand up to the feds. The last thing I want to say is that I was tweeting uh, because Brandon actually requested on behalf of his lawyers that I not get any footage of this uh, Interaction with the group of Republicans, and I respected that. But I was tweeting the whole time, and so folks can read the commentary from him and the Republicans by checking out my Twitter account at at Derek J Freeman. Excellent. Thanks so much,
0: guys. Hey, Derek J, I'll go ahead and uh, we'll tweet something out here coming up uh, to our Twitter and Facebook, and let folks connect with you that way. It'd be a great way to clue our audience into that in case they didn't get a chance to write that down. Uh, and thanks for the call. Keep us in the loop, will you out there?
5: Thanks, brother. Right on. see you later. Good Bye. night,
0: Derek J. Uh, calling there from the D.C. area. He is blogging, by the way, over at LibertyOnTour.com. You can follow uh, more of his exploits and uh, excitement going on there. LibertyOnTour.com he is assisting Adam versus the man, Adam Kokesh, in producing what I believe is going to end up being some kind of a skit comedy thing. I guess we'll see as it develops over time. Certainly let you know. More about what Derek is up to. 855-450-FREE. That's the cycle CAI toll-free line. You can take control. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. Bring up anything you want at 855-453. The SACL CAI toll-free line. Join us. Online, freetalklive.com, all the features we give away, so enjoy those again, freetalklive.com, including listening options. We've got live streams in broadband and dial-up versions, as well as a mid-band version, and all three streams now going through uh, some f- extra fancy audio processing, so it'll sound bigger and better than uh, than ever. So uh, enjoy those. They're all still free at listen.freetalklive.com. You can get tuned in around the clock to our live streams, and you'll hear the latest episode of Free Talk Live at all times. And uh, all around the the twenty four hours of the day, and then during the three hours that we 're live you'll hear us live. so you can go to listen.freetalklive.com dot com and get tuned in that way. Of course we've got over a hundred and ten great radio stations across the country that air us at various different times throughout the week on a m and f m as well as our satellite listening choices, including x m satellite radio. And uh, our free to air KU band satellite channel. Go and get the details. Get uh, listened, uh, tuned in over at listen.freetalklive.com. Also, information about our webcam and the listen lines that let you call from any phone that can dial long distance. Listen.freetalklive.com. Right back to your phone calls. Let's go to Philip, listening in Ohio. Philip, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello. Hello. Hi, um, Philip.
3: I have a couple of questions uh,
5: yes, regarding the um, I believe it was the Indefinite Detention Act. And. Um, Please pardon my ignorance. I don't know a lot about it, but... Um, sure. ...which is why I'm going to ask questions. Um, my questions uh, are, um, and I'll explain why, number one, what is a terrorist, and who determines what a terrorist is? And uh, the reason for my question is over the last few years, we have heard the administration in particular call illegal aliens anything but. We have um, heard this administration call terrorists not terrorists, and then people who are not terrorists, terrorists. You know, um, I think you get what I'm saying here. So, uh, because uh, my fear is they will name whoever disagrees with, you know, the government or, in my opinion, with the liberal agenda as terrorists. Anyone who may, for instance... Were they doing the same thing
0: during the Bush administration?
5: Um that I don't know and, and, and again I'm I'm just 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 asking you know for instance you know uh lo- looking at some of the the, the talk and uh, the restrictions now on pastors in the pulpit where they cannot call you know certain things sinful or you know speak against, Certain things that are
0: Wait a minute. Again. Now, what what is it that restrict? Are you talking about the restrictions well, that make it so they can't talk about uh, political candidates or d- no, endorse one? No no
5: no, 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 no. Well, no, no. Uh, for instance, homosexuality. If they feel, you know, uh, now with with what is trying to be pushed through uh, Congress, if I'm not mistaken, is if a if a pastor says anything, uh, for instance, saying homosexuality is a sin.
0: So man,
4: you're,
5: saying man, you're saying this is a proposed.
0: So, you're saying so, this is a proposed law. This is not
5: proposed. Proposed.
0: This is yeah, not yeah. law. Hey,
5: but, but my question is that. Which went to my question? What is a terrorist and who
2: decides? Well, the because, president decides, uh, essentially, and uh, the president has decided since the Bush administration who's an enemy combatant, an enemy non combatant, or whatever terms they want to use. Um, essentially, the president has a kill list, and um, everybody that he's used this, uh, this power on has not uh, met the criteria for the kill list that he laid out. And, you know, so people. People that he decides are terrorists are terrorists I read, essentially.
1: i read a uh, memo uh, from and the based uh, on
2: what i guess
1: I read a memo from I'm the sorry. from the army um a training memo that said that protesting is considered low level terrorism, mm. and you can probably google that to find it the a c l u made a particularly big deal out of it, rightfully so but I mean basically anything that you want to do that the government disagrees with could be considered. Terrorism. Well,
0: and and Philip, you know this has been going on for uh, for years. This is this predates yeah. Barack Obama. So to suggest that you know it's liberals who are going well, to be the or the, excuse me, conservatives that are going to be the target of this because they're not the you know supporting whatever the liberal agenda is, uh, I think is short sighted. That these provisions have been around; they've been accepted by Barack Obama. He inherited them from. Uh, George W. Bush who in turn inherited on them. Who in in turn inherited power from Bill Clinton who expanded on them. Right. They're all uh, building uh, building on one another's bricks that they've put down.
3: I see. I, I apologize for
0: my ignorance,
2: but no, no, there's no ignorance minute. here, Philip. And and what? But what I think that you're the, the one place that you're tripping up here is is that you're looking for the rule of law inside this uh, this thing. You're just like, <laughs> who determines what a terrorist is? By what criteria do they determine them? There is no rule of law on this rule of law in America. If it ever existed, and I'm not sure that it ever really did, has been replaced some time ago by the rule of men, and that's just the way it is. I mean, do you? Think Think cops get part? Do you think cops get tickets for rolling through stop signs? I mean, there are two classes of people: class of people that work for the government, and the class of people that are subjugated by them. Mm-hmm.
1: The DC, uh, the DC Federal Appeals Court just recently said that uh, a intelligence report by the government is presumed to be accurate unless you can prove otherwise. <laughs> so, essentially, um, an intelligence of course, report get the information. prove otherwise because it's secret well not only that but if you are uh, listed by an intelligence agency um as being someone who supports associated forces i mean who knows what the heck that means uh that is presumed to be true and how can you prove it to be false when you don't have access to the court so So i mean
5: basically this, this is a blair witch you know trials or the or the communist trials of the uh early you know the uh Thank you. Yeah, there is, there is, are a lot of similarities
0: yeah. between uh right. you know, the hunt for communists mm-hmm. and uh, and the so called terrorists. I mean it's basically it's the boogeyman. Yeah, the uh, the boogeyman provision, right? Like, So the government has to have some kind of national enemy that they can uh, make out to look like the boogeyman, the bad guy, the, whether it's uh, the, the Germans or the G- the Japs or uh, in this case the terrorists or the communists or the drug dealers. There's always some group some Anarchists. loosely defined group, right? They're uh, doing that too. People right? just domestic
2: possession terrorists. of a- anarchist materials <laughs> is worth bringing somebody to, to uh, you know, arresting and raiding them.
1: What, what is an anarchist material? You'll know it when they, uh, they'll know it when they see it. Walt Whitman's uh, Leave of grass,
0: <laughs> Philip. Thanks for the call tonight, man. I do appreciate hearing from you, sir. 855 450 free the SACL C A I toll free line. Yeah, they'll uh, they'll know your terrorist material when they see it, and then you'll you'll get to challenge it from inside of a jail cell if if anybody knows you're there.
1: I think the the whole anarchist term is is widely abused by the federal government. Uh, I think it's uh you know, I mean it's it's
2: it's this term that allows for anything. It scares people so much. It used to be the term atheist, uh but that one's kind of been staked out to some extent. Mm-hmm, yeah. But this term anarchist allows the government to do anything. You're the scariest. People still kind don't of like person. atheists. I, no, I mean, they not As, don't, I, as I
0: understand it, the numbers are still pretty skewed hard against uh, people trusting atheists and things like
1: that. I wouldn't claim otherwise. Or thinking that they're immoral, for instance. What I don't understand is the same thing happened uh, with McCarthyism. Like, people have a constitutional right to be an anarchist. People have a constitutional right to be a communist. Why? Why can you know? Why can these terms be? Uh, be twisted in such a way to try to make people into the boogeyman
2: well okay here's why well, they have a constitutional right to think about murder but once they go ahead and step over the line you gotta get them and if you, somebody's talking about being a murderer you need to keep an eye on them and that's all we're doing with the anarchists well now
0: hold on now the reason why the, the term anarchist or communist uh, would have had such negativity associated with it is with all the people that have done negative things and called themselves those names so yeah. you know if you call yourself an anarchist and then you go out and destroy people's property and act like uh, you don't care about anybody else, then you're going to make anarchists look bad. And if you go out there and call yourself a communist and start slaughtering millions of, uh, of human beings, it might make communism look bad. I mean, there's plenty of people who will tell you, whoa, communism's not like uh, that Lenin guy or Chairman Mao. No, no, it's not like that. Uh, they did it wrong. Uh, and, you know, they're trying to convince you that communism's something more than the political affirmation that we've seen of how it actually plays out in reality, because each each communist that is this kind of idealist uh, person, the the communists that don't have power, well, uh, I mean, they're the ones that, that have this grand vision for what voluntary communist communal
1: order there could be. Communism on paper looks very good.
2: Yeah, as long as you could, uh, as long as you don't put humans into the situation, people <laughs> right. that want to do different things. <laughs> mean, <laughs>
1: 450
0: free the computer stagels. programs. Sure. Hey, if people want to share with each other on a voluntary basis, that's cool. The problem comes in where you start pointing guns around and ordering, you know, issuing orders yeah. and threats. You're going to share now. Yeah. 450 5453 the SACL CAI toll free line in the remaining moments we've got enough time for you and your thoughts it's free talk live This is Free Talk Live. Moments remain, but enough time for you and your thoughts if you dial in now at 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, and what is SACL CAI? SACL
2: CAI is a company that handles accounts receivable. If you've got a business that you got into in order to do that business, then maybe, you know, bills, collecting bills, that's not your thing. SACL CAI can do it. They can do it in a manner that, uh, you know, handles your customers uh, appropriately. You can see their banner at freetalklive.com. It's the top one on the right-hand side of the page. Uh, Jason Osborne, one of the principals over there, is a good friend of mine and a very honorable individual. You're not going to have any problems with them. SACL, C-A-I.
0: So uh, one of the ways you can support Free Talk Live is if you have Bitcoins, you can go to bitcoin.freetalklive.com. Get the Bitcoin address there. I mentioned it the other night on the show, and we got a couple Bitcoin contributions really? uh, from it. One of them was .0000. 000 0001 That's a Bitcoin. satoshi. Satoshi. Uh, that's
2: what that's called? Yeah, that's uh, the the lowest denomination of uh, Bitcoin
0: at this time. But from what I understand, they can just change the software and yeah. make it so they sure. can have more decimal points.
1: That's true. Is that meant as like a joke or Yeah, sure. it's
0: just because they can. <laughs> There's no fee. You don't have to pay any kind of fee to uh, to send a Bitcoin. So if you really do want to send someone a whatever one <laughs> satoshi. One satoshi. <laughs> One serious fraction of a Bitcoin. You can do that. And it's cool. So, good I, of I guess, up.
2: I mean, you know, if you leave a penny for a waitress, it's considered an insult. <laughs> so, I don't know whether that's intended to be just a you know joke or, you know, a use of the software or an insult or what it is. But, you know, well, that's the other thing.
0: Is. You can't send a message with a Bitcoin either. No. Yeah. So, you can if...
2: send a message and a Bitcoin, but you can't send a
0: message and a Bitcoin together. That's right, right. You could send a message separately and say, yeah, that was mine. You guys suck. And uh, <laughs> that's, that's how I wanted to tell you. Let's go to Rick. He's listening in Kentucky. Rick, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, how you doing? Rick, great. What's on your mind?
5: Um, I wanted to address what the last caller said uh, a little bit. Um, he, he was talking about how there's checks and balances and accountability, you know, within the system that, you know, we don't know anything about. And I mean, that's all great, fine and and I don't doubt that. But it's the potential for abuse, you know, and imminent confinement and things like that that, that, that worry me. I mean... Let's say everybody right now is great, and nothing's going wrong. You know,
0: fast forward 10, 20 years from now. Yeah, if, yeah, it's, I mean, ten, if like, it's that long. And everything is not great, and things are not going fine uh, right now. By the way, uh, Rick, folks that are confused by Rick referencing the last caller, he's talking about the last caller he heard on the air where he's listening because he's listening to XM Satellite Radio on America's Talk, and you're hearing us two hours later. So you're referring to the, the, uh, the secrecy conversation, the government secrecy conversation we were having in, in the first hour.
5: Yes, sir. I, I didn't know it was the, No, no.
4: The
0: Not a no problem. Idea. Just trying to bring people up to speed. So uh, you're certainly welcome to continue with your thoughts, though. Go ahead.
5: Uh, and, I mean, you know, it's kind of like uh, a lot of conservatives were were all uh, okay with Bush passing the Patriot Act. Now we fast forward to, uh, you know, Obama and, and people like Janet Lapolitano And, you know, now look who has control over the laws of the Patriot Act. You know, would we have been all for that then? Nope. What do those conservatives
0: think right now, though? Like, do they do they see it as a Bush-era legislation, and so therefore it's still a ok even though it's now being enforced by Obama? Or do they have the ability to look at it more objectively now and realize that, hey, you know, maybe that wasn't such a good idea?
1: I think they come together on the issue of being able to put people away that they don't like. This
2: is the one piece
1: of legislation
2: that the, the, this year that uh, Congress, the Democrats and the Republicans could get together.
0: It was. The <laughs> but one I'm not piece talking of, about the legislators. I'm talking. I understand about the, the, the voters, the regular. Uh, I, I'm just
2: saying that this is the one piece that is all you have to do is scare them a little bit. Watch out! There's people with turbans with beards, and they want to blow you up. They don't care if they die themselves. They're crazy.
5: In Kentucky, though, I'd say that's not necessarily true because a lot of the conservatives that I know. Are kind of looking back now because I was saying this. You know, I am a conservative, but a constitutional conservative. Mm-hmm. But I was screaming this back when the Patriot Act was passed, and A lot of them was like, "Oh, you know, the, watch it the way we got a war on terror." Well, now a lot of them are kind of waking up and saying, "Oh, you know, I see what you're saying now. We, we've got a problem here with it."
0: So, as a and constitutional conservative, you know, with- then uh, you fully support ending the insane war on drugs, right?
4: Absolutely.
2: Wow, you are the real Absolutely. deal. Okay. Yeah, you're not yeah, a constitutional I mean, conservative. You're a libertarian. <laughs> <laughs>
5: well, not exactly. I mean, I'm still conservative. I'm a, I'm a Christian, but I don't support the war. There are also. Christians
2: who are libertarians. I'm Lots of Christian libertarians.
5: Yeah, well, I know that. I mean, I wasn't saying that libertarians aren't Christians, but but I mean, I support the legalization of marijuana. I mean, it, it, as a Christian, I do. I don't see any sense in it being illegal.
0: You're a good man, Rick. Uh, I appreciate the call tonight and I appreciate uh, your thoughts as well. Thanks for making it. Okay. 855-450-FREE. The SACL-CAI toll-free line. You when can I was, take uh, control
2: here. Uh, you know, in Sunday school, they would uh, tell us that uh, the, there was you know, one part in the New Testament where this guy is uh, you know, a, uh, called a sorcerer. And they said well, the Hebrew term for sorcerer in this circumstance means drug dealer. So they literally, that's what they told you in church? Yes, uh, Sunday, school. Sunday um, school. So literally, they were saying that the Bible literally talks about drug dealers and them being bad.
0: Wow, that's a stretch. I think it was. I don't know. Didn't Jesus this is the turn problem. water into wine?
2: This is the problem with the holy, unerring word of God being written in a different language 2,000 years ago that nobody speaks anymore.
0: I, just on that point, uh, is is alcohol? If we're, to, if we're to take that you know, at face value, what they're saying, and also take it along with the rest of the Bible, you've got Jesus turning water into wine. Does that mean that wine and or alcohol is godly? Yes. And that other drugs that are illegal are of Satan?
2: Yes. It depends on the. Uh, it depends on the denomination,
0: right? I'm just asking from the, from that perspective, from their religious perspective. Who's,
2: it depends on the denomination. Let's Literally, take the people you're talking about. Some denominations believe that the water turned into wine was grape juice, mm. or that it was uh, very, very lightly alcoholic wine ah. um, but not the kind of dangerous wine that we have today
0: so they weren't getting tipsy off of that wine. no their, their no um,
2: <laughs> and of course there's people we had a guy call in um, I don't remember whether you were on the show or not this time but he said I asked him about the drinking under drunkenness uh, thing and he said that uh, drinking he had said the drinking alcohol was okay I asked him about the drinking under drunkenness and he said well that just means that you're not an alcoholic and uh. you know I mean this is the problem just Justification with with the document, and it makes it it makes it so that you can do. I don't know if it's a justification or not. How do I know what somebody, what Paul wrote uh, in you know two thousand years ago, whether or not he was trying to say, well, don't be uh, you know an alcoholic or don't ever get drunk. I don't know.
0: And thus Jesus spoke, or would they say spake? Just these Jesus (laughs) spake. Get wasted. Mm -hmm. What if Jesus had said that? What kind of interpretations would? uh, would people have a? I
2: don't. We don't know what Jesus, uh, what Jesus said, because we the the most recent document written was written forty years. This is Mark. The yeah, claim you have to is take that words, Mark, someone's word for it. This is the the claim is if Mark was even written by Mark, that it's the first document and that it was written forty years after Jesus's death. You know. So how do you know? I mean, right now, would you believe any quote? From Elvis? I mean, Elvis has been dead for almost 40 years. If I, without, without the benefit of audio or visual uh, recordings, would you believe me if I quoted Elvis?
0: That's why it's called Faith, Mark. That's a great point. Your thoughts are certainly welcome. Now you, you
2: can plan? claim that God uh, imbued Mark with the ability to, uh,
0: you know, properly well, quote. The other here, thing that God could do, but is, God
2: really could have just since he was down here, is Jesus written something down well,
0: or come back, right? Like you know, they, he could have uh, reincarnated Jesus and uh, had him perform some miracles and get everybody to jump on board with the idea and said, look. You know, it was a, we're really sorry about the Bible thing. It didn't translate well over the last couple thousand years, uh, so All we're the just going to go went with it. Yeah, we're going to go ahead and uh, give you this on this uh, three and a half inch disc. It's the best we've got. Uh, we're going to give you this information here. It's an updated version, and uh, here you go.
2: Yeah, I mean, one of these miracles could, could include totally uh, could include a jump drive that you could just put into a computer that would be God and Jesus sitting uh, Jesus sitting at God's right hand out, up in heaven. You know, archangels uh, Gabriel and Michael there. Just throw them in for the mix. Yeah, but what um,
0: operating system does God use? Because you'd have to have the right operating system in order to the man's OS2. omnipotent. That, he, can the can to it he can make
2: anything. He could make an operating system that
0: works on both That's what apples I'm I want and that operating PCs. system. I analytics. want God's operating
1: system. I think he probably uses DOS. And so there it's you hard go coding uh, everything.
2: <laughs> well, you could believe that God's computer is unhackable. Yeah. And so, I mean, you know, the little jump drive would just tell us it would be yeah. really.
0: Well, that's what they supposedly did with Muhammad. Uh, the you know, the Prophet Muhammad with the Muslim religion was uh, he was sent to make some corrections, essentially, that, uh, yeah, you know, the Christians got it right about this and this and this. But they really screwed up on this point which is one of the, the big points that the the muslims make is that it's not a trinity god god is just one god not a trinity god that's like one of the major points yeah, uh, that they were disagreeing with the christians on and, it and the was, Unitarian Christians um, had the same, uh, you know, argument. Right, but that, that's what Muhammad was about was uh, was bringing a an updated message to the masses. But apparently, you know, those messages has just haven't been coming, or they have, and nobody believes the uh, the messengers, right? So, like, if somebody came out and said, "I am the new messenger," you know, only a handful of folks are going to sign on board with that, right?
2: That's why you need the jump drive. God send us the jump drive.
0: <laughs> And your all-powerfulness this is... We're out of time for tonight, but back tomorrow. You can join us online in the meantime at freetalklive.com. And follow Brad at his blog, freekeen.com. See you tomorrow night at freetalklive.com. It's Change Your Words, Change Your Life. A daily minute program to help you understand the power of every word you speak. Here's New York Times bestselling author, Joyce Meyer.
5: For several years now, I've tried to maintain what I call a word fast, just being careful before God about what I say. As an example, I'm trying to avoid interrupting others when they're talking. People who talk a lot are usually more interested in what they're saying than in what they're listening to others say. And I want to learn to be respectful to all people, so I'm fasting interrupting. Are there areas where you might be able to fast your words and learn to use more self-control? If you're bold and courageous, why not join me and we will word fast together. For Change Your Words, Change Your Life, I'm Joyce Meyer.
2: For more information and insight on how you can change your words and change your life,
0: please visit Joyce Meyer, spelled M-E-Y-E-R dot O-R-G. The words we speak can affect our lives in positive and negative ways. In her new book, Change Your Words, Change Your Life, bestselling author and internationally acclaimed teacher Joyce Meyer examines the power of words that convey our thoughts and emotions. She discusses how our words can increase or decrease our level of joy and how they can have a positive or negative effect on our future. Change Your Words, Change Your Life, the latest book from New York Times bestselling author Joyce Meyer is available wherever books are sold.